And welcome to Row 60 at Georgia Football Podcast. My name is Clark Gaines. Joining me today, as always, Adam Thornton. Yes, sir. And this is show number 29. Adam, you could call this one the Jarvis Jones. The Jarvis Jones. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I love it. I love it. Great yeah. DGD who is still with the team right That's now. That's right. Hey, yeah. uh, and um, man, just a good one. Just a good one. So <laughs> exciting times. Yes. Very exciting times, Adam. We are very close within a month from kickoff. Uh, against Oregon. We're going to talk about this episode. We're going to break down each and every single game on Georgia's schedule. Oh, I love it. At the end, Adam, I want you to give me your college football playoff teams. Yes. And then at the very end, we're going to uh, talk a little bit about who's going to be on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. So all of that, and I'm sure a lot more on this episode. So y'all stay tuned to this one. Um, Adam, a lot of big news in your life. A lot of yes. big yes. events about to happen. The baby. Clark. Callie Ann. She's coming. She's coming. She's coming, man. I'm getting the nerves, you know, getting a little pre pre baby nerves, you know. I mean, I, you know, it's starting to play some scenarios through my head. Like, what, what are you gonna do when you get back from the hospital with her? And and it's it's me and my wife forever, you know, to and as long as we're on this earth to take care of her. Mm. And what's that feeling gonna be like? Like, what do we do now? You know, so yeah. but nah, in all seriousness, I'm excited about it. It should be very soon. Um, when this episode's released, it should be this week or a couple days after this episode comes out on a Wednesday. So it's here, man. I'm excited here. about it. Ready to roll. Yes. Ready to roll. Yes. Let's get it going. Adam, I Let's was get it going at a high energy. <laughs> We're gonna have high energy in that delivery room. We're gonna get you jacked, Clark. Gonna, I, I told my wife that. I told Kelsey, I said, We're gonna be jacked about it. Yeah. I'm gonna be excited. My ADHD is gonna kick in because you know me and you got some too. We have ADHD. PhD where we are we're, we're, we're hype we got to be up we got to be moving around we got to be talking you know so nothing's going to change in that delivery room i'm going right. to be bouncing all over the place and uh you know just talking to the doctors talking to the nurses and, yeah. and really just getting everybody jacked up about the birth of my daughter <laughs> plain and simple now adam just like you would have you know good ball security carrying a football we've really got yeah. you got really, you got to make sure yeah yeah you got yeah. a good tight firm grip oh absolutely man sure I, you know a good, a good head position yes a good head position and I, i'm <laughs> tucked excited in the elbow. That. tucked in the elbow yeah. you know and just a good good firm grip yeah. for the girl you know exciting I, i've um uh I've, I've learned the proper way to change a female's diaper a baby go. girl's diaper there and that go. kind of the technique that is used there so to speak <laughs> so you know clark i mean we're ready to go prep is key Prep is key in anything in life. You got to be prepared for the moment, right? Right. Whether it's on the football field or uh, or becoming a parent or in your job, whatever, you know. So, I mean, preparation's key. Done a lot of studying. We're ready to go. Installed the old car seat. Got mm. it ready to roll, man. And uh, let's go. Let's do the damn Adam, thing, I'm, man. Exciting month. Love this month. One of my favorite of the year. So, let's, let's do excited. it. I'm excited for you, Adam. Let's get the birth in here, baby. Yeah, let's do it. I told uh, somebody at church today, <laughs> I said that Adam doesn't, Adam knows the exact number of days till kickoff, but he doesn't exactly know the exact number of days till Callie Ann's. Yeah, until the original due date. That, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, but right. I, I've said, you know, but Carl, you don't know when she's going to come. You That's know what true. I mean? So, yeah. you, you, you don't you don't know. It's, it's, it's one of these things that's just floating around there, but I am, I'm, I'm, I'm jacked up about it, yeah. and uh it's going to be fun. It's going to be an experience. It's going to be a learning experience, but we're going to have a good attitude about it. We're going to hit it hard, and uh, good Lord willing, it takes a village to raise them. Uh, we got a good village here and excited, you mm-hmm. know, to uh, to instill the values, and um, good Lord willing, you know, we'll see yeah. what. 
What happens? It's exciting to raise the next generation. That's right. Next we'll generation see. of Bulldogs. We'll see. Yes, sir. She's a Bulldogs. Be a big Georgia football That's fan. That's right. All right. All right. So we're excited about that, oh, man. Uh, this month couldn't get any better. The, uh, obviously, as we've talked about, and when you've seen the last couple episodes, the excitement level Clark's at a fever pitch. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about you for just a second. You know, <laughs> people, let's give an update on you. What yeah. you got going on? Obviously, Clark, we know in your business, well, everybody sees on display the technological dominance, per se, that I might say that it is yeah, that yeah. you have. You have, The good Lord has gifted you with the ability uh, to run a computer. I can barely get on the Internet. But, Clark, you, everything I've said in this show that you see, social media, everything, is through Clark and his talent. You uh, do real estate photos, wedding, videography, photography, everything. So, Clark, the conversation we had the other day, what, what, what's going on with the old Wi-Fi, the old Wi-Fi service that you got going on down there well, in your street? That, we've had some we've had some electrical issues, not in my house, but right. our neighbors. And so, anyway, they're starting to dig around the house. Well, yeah, th- my theory is they dug a little too deep, hit a cable, and now my internet is completely out. Right, uh, it, it is done for. I cannot connect to anything. I can't. And work it happens on anything. to the best of us. Yeah, from yeah. time to time. And I understand, yeah. but my goodness. So anyway. We're with Windstream, which those who aren't familiar, Windstream doesn't get a lot of love. What would you? What would? What SEC football team would you compare Windstream internet service? You know, Windstream would be football. It would kind of be like LSU. Like really? for me, at times I like really? LSU. Inconsistent. You know, they're good. Inconsistent. Inconsistent? That's a good yeah. word for yeah. it. Okay. I but like a lot that. of a lot of people hate LSU. Right. Yeah, you know, I'm okay right. with LSU. Right. But same thing with Windstream. I'm okay. Understandable. With them. But uh, just a little, t- little too slow for my liking. So anyway, you know, I called Windstream, Adam, and oh, I did told you, him, I did told you, him, yeah, I got a little fed up. Did you my, speak to management? I did. You did. You <laughs> asked for management. I was pretty much the Karen um, of you know Windstream. But anyway, so I, I called them and I said, "Hey, listen, what's up with my Wi-Fi? It's been out for three days." And so they said, "Well, we're we're going to send someone out. We can't exactly figure it out from here." And uh, they said. We're going to be able to get you um, uh, someone anywhere from August 8th through the 31st. I'm thinking, what in the world? What what does that mean? mean, Yeah, I mean, what what in the world, people? I mean, it could be two weeks. It could be four weeks. Like, what what in the world? So, anyway, all that to say, I marched up to True Vista, which is a big competitor of Windstream. Oh, yeah. I went up to their store. Did you let Windstream know you were going to do this? Yeah. Well, no, no. You should have let them know. Hey, man, you got to get stuff together. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or I'm going to the provider up the road, man. Well, it's too late. Windstream had their chance. And Good. I went to True Vista, and they offered me a lot faster speeds. Now, granted, I'm paying a lot more, but it'll be worth are it. Are they so, a dominant force? They are a dominant force. Industry. True Vista would, would they be, be? They would be like, uh, I don't Do know. they got a good program history? Or are Ohio they, are they, State. Ohio, okay. Good at times. All right. All right. All right. Good deal, dominant man. Sometimes. Well, I hope that works out because, you know, <laughs> unlike me, I, I need to have my internet on Hulu to, to – um, rewatch a Gunsmoke or Andy yeah. Griffith rerun to stream, <laughs> so I get frustrated when that happens, yeah, yeah. and because um, we cut the cable. But you, th- your livelihood depends on That's getting true. that internet access yep. up, Clark. So hey, man, hopefully it works out. Thank but uh, I just thought the people need to know about that because <laughs> I got a good chuckle out of that rant when you oh, called me man. and you were talking about getting petitions up, going door to door, telling True Vista, "Hey, man, the people want you to bring a line down our street, yes, fiber, you know? bring, bring some us. fiber to us, <laughs> yes. man. Bring, give us some fiber. Yes. We want fiber." And I, I I understand that, man. And so, uh, you know, just just let the, the people know we want mm-hmm. fiber. We want fiber. Okay, so, good deal. We good go. deal. So that's what we got going yeah. on. Internet wars and babies. So <laughs> Adam, well, did in you see, as in other news, did you see 
Stequavius Bennett's I, new I haircut. Did. I did. I got a fade in honor of Stequavius. Oh, really? I, I, I think I like that's it. what yeah. you would call a fade. Yeah. You know, you know, I had to chop yeah. it off. It's a little hot out there. <laughs> so everybody needs to get a uh, haircut. But I like that, Clark. It looked like that Um, some good team chemistry was going on in that video. You know, uh, the, the, the age we're in now, you get to see some social interactions via the, the Snapchat, the TikTok, the Facebook, the Instagram, all that kind of thing that, that – is out there now you get you get a little in-depth stuff so that video of it i liked it you know look like they were eating meal and um hey man uh stetson looked good in the uh the um the uh the, the preseason you know the camp pictures right know? i will say this clark it, it dawned on me you know you, you pay some money to get on these sites or so <laughs> and and to get the reports right. of uh, uh you know especially this time of year in august about how uh 18 to like 22 year old um males uh body condition looks coming in you know and and, and, and you talk about how they look yeah. coming in you know like this guy's he's put on some pounds man he looks shredded you know and you get excited about it if that's going to translate to performance on the field right and, and when you sit back and you think about it and people who's not in this world especially in our southern culture bubble for that it, it's a little bit odd but hey we live <laughs> I've, I've done it for years we continue to do it it's it's good stuff but uh, I mean, sure enough, Stetson looked—he looked good, Clark. He looked like he's—he's—he's um, um, he's bulked up a little bit, and um, you know, it seems like it's exciting. And you wonder, Clark, what's the physique? I think that's the word physique. Yeah, that maybe, sounds maybe, right. Maybe, right, what's yeah. the, well, what's the mentality? Let me say that. Okay. Let me say that. What what is the mindset? You think is it different? When this is the first season he is going in, knowing he's a starting, knowing he's a starting guy. Now, obviously, you know it's in sports everywhere that you never know when it's your time. You got to prepare like you're a starter at any game mm-hmm. at any level of playing sports. So, but you know, on the flip side, still in the back of your mind, I might not get in this football game. You yeah. know, I, they're not going to be dependent. You know, I mean, honestly, I mean that, that's an honest statement. But you know, the greats do prepare like that. Never know when your moment comes. And obviously, Stetson had prepared like that, as mm-hmm. we've seen when he came in in relief in the past. But it's got to be a different mindset and mentality yeah. when you're when you're you're the man and you know you're the man, especially yeah. coming off the confidence of last season. Yeah, I think he's ready. I think I think he's poised for a bigger year than he mm-hmm. was last year. Um, mm-hmm. All right, so let's transition a little bit. Let's transition, um, Adam. You know, let, let's just go right into let's go right Boom. into the schedule. Let's I mean, just skip all the I, non nonsense. Not, let's let's go, go, this is big, Clark. This is this is when you know. It's getting time. When it's mm-hmm. preview schedule time, the last episodes, we just wanted to get cranked up back in the swing of things, you know. Yeah. Knock off the rust of getting in the microphone, but now it's go time. It's Clark. go time. Last year when we did this schedule prediction, we were thinking, hey, what if Georgia went to Indianapolis and won the national championship? Wouldn't so that we be predicted, great? We predicted. It was great. Well, and, well, hey, we'll drink and, a 42-year-old. Yeah, 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 if we do it, if Georgia does it, and I'll be dang. What happened a few <laughs> months later? It happened. So, uh, uh, you know, you, you never know what you're going to get in these season preview schedules. But that's what the beauty of college football is, man, is is discussing the what-ifs, discussing the scenarios, discussing the environments you're going to play in. What's this team going to be like in, in late October when we play them? Or, you know, what injury is going to factor in the game? Or do you like this this team playing them at this point of the schedule and the experience we'll have them or not? You know, uh, that's that's what makes college football what it is, is the mm. excitement. I think, to, for me, is the whole month of August just getting an adrenaline level built of just, just confidence. Yeah. And I've always been that optimistic Georgia fan mm. and will continue <laughs> to be. And so August is a good month. So let's do it, baby. All right. Go along. We're going to go game by game. We're going to give you a little bit of detail uh, about each game. Yep. And then just a general brief summary, what we expect to see uh, in each game. And then, yeah, we're at the end, like I said, we're going to talk about 
what four teams are going to make it into the playoff and why we think those four teams will. So, Love it. First off, a very big matchup in Mercedes-Benz Stadium. September 3rd versus Oregon. This game has been circled on quite a few um, Georgia fans' schedules for quite some time and for Oregon fans. I think Oregon's ready to play us. They're excited to play a a very good Georgia football team. Uh, And and certainly Dan Lanning is going to be looking forward to this game more than probably anyone else. Uh, Getting to play against his former team, Against his former defense, a lot of the, right. the guys he recruited will be playing against him. Right. Uh, so, whew. Adam, what do you like about this matchup for Georgia, though? It's an interesting scenario, Clark. Uh, uh, you know, you, you don't see somebody who leaves to go obviously better himself, get a promotion, go coach a reputable Power Five team, and then play his old boss and team first game out of the gate of his coaching career so that's an exciting time it's going to be a lot of butterflies excitement I'm, i can't imagine the emotions he's going through but for the fans perspective opened up against oregon after last year you're fired up you're, you're feeling confident in atlanta they got to come across the country the first time we have played in mercedes-benz stadium for a chick-fil-a opening kickoff uh we played in a chick-fil-a game in 16 kirby's first ever game against north carolina but that was in the old georgia dome we were slated to play one in 2020 before the uh, the COVID season got the, the schedule went to all conference. That was going to be a Labor Day night game against Virginia. So I'm excited to come play a regular season game in the bins, you know, come yeah. getting excited about the season. What's to come to repeat the start against a team like Oregon, who the last over the last decade, 12 years or so, has without a doubt been the most uh, prolific team in the Pac-12 on the West Coast, yeah. without a doubt. You know, I think two national championship appearances, like five Rose Bowls, something just off the top of my head. I'm thinking, you know, many years in the conversation, and uh, always seem to slip up and lose a game to somebody that they shouldn't, Stafford. and that would derail their season. <laughs> exactly. Somebody like that. So, um, I, I, as far as we don't really know what the Dan Lannon air is going to hold in Eugene. Um, obviously, th- there's a standard of football in the Pac-12 where it's not really physical, mm. not really uh, uh, physical teams out there. But Mario Cristobal and his time at Oregon, I think he did a good job taking over for Willie Taggart there in the short time he was there. Started to establish that culture, Clark, in a sense of really getting more physical, kind of bringing that SEC brand, if you will, to play out there. And uh, and obviously, Dan Lannon is going to carry on with that. So I I don't know you you got um, Kenny D- Dillingham is going to mm-hmm. be his uh, offense coordinator, a guy that was at Memphis. Um, I think that's where him and Landon kind of cross paths at, and then um, he was an Auburn offense coordinator in Florida State. Things at both those schools didn't work out so well. I don't really know a lot about the man, but I think he's going to run a pro-style mm. offense type. I think he's going to run the football. I mean, I think they're going to be it's, it's going to be a different Oregon team than what you're used to from the old Chip Kelly days and yeah. Mark Helfrich of, um, you know, spreading everybody out. I think they're going to be fast, but I think they're going to try to establish some physicality up front and run the football first. Yeah. Kind of, you know, mold what, what Georgia wants to do. And sure. and um, what I, I think that uh, – you know, are the pieces in place yet for that? I don't know. It's obviously going to be some building there. They lose Kayvon Thibodeau on defense. Uh, Tosh Lapoy. I never can remember how to pronounce his name, but a guy who was with Saban and Kirby at Alabama for a while. Um, obviously, uh, Dan Landon crossed paths with him there. is going to be um, running the defense. So a lot of that culture is going to go out to Eugene. Mm-hmm. But, Clark, I don't think – 
is there yet. Uh, they hadn't had the time to build the talent there yet. Yeah. Get their guys in, even though there is talent on that roster, because Chris Ball is an elite recruiter. And um, they're going to be a good football team, but I don't think they're going to be no match for Georgia in week one. Um, I feel good about this game, Clark. I think Georgia's going to win it something to the tune of 34-14, something like that. So I feel really good about it. What about you? What do you think? Yeah, I like the matchup. Um, You know, I think they're going to come into this game very uh, juiced. I I really think they're going to be playing loose and and having Mm -hmm. fun with this game. Deep down, and I don't think Dan Lant, I mean, on the surface level, obviously, he's not going to say this or anything. But deep down, I don't think he actually believes he's going to beat Georgia week one. Obviously, he wants to. That's his goal. Uh, Don't get me wrong there. But he understands, though, that this is going to be a big stage, a big platform for recruits to see his new brand at Oregon. Um, And look, you know, it's really interesting. Oregon, historically, at least in the past, I don't know, two decades or so, has been all offense. You know, every head coach they've hired, they've had a great offensive mind. But now – you got, a, you got a defensive mind in there. So it's going to be really interesting to see Oregon long-term. But for this game, man, I don't see – they don't they don't stand a chance. Yeah. I hate to put it that way, but it's not going to be a game. I agree, Clark. I don't think – I think they're heading in the right direction. I think they're more physical than they have been in the past because of Cristobal, like we alluded to earlier, has uh, has built there. Um, I think they got good linebacker play. Mm-hmm. Um Guys like uh, Justin Flo and Noah Sewell. Noah Sewell, I think, is a guy that was on Georgia's radar that we wanted there, um, if I'm not mistaken, just if memory serves correctly. And uh, guys that uh, that are good players there that Landon will have some talent to work with. So it won't yeah. be a total rebuild no, from the no. ground up. Um, they lost to Stanford last year, and they lost two times to Utah. But their midseason was in that playoff hunt yeah, with yeah. the talent with Cristobal. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but uh, we'll see how they go throughout the year, mm-hmm. um, how they uh, how they develop. But no, Clark, it's it's yeah. not going to be uh, Georgia's going to be just too much. Mm-hmm. Especially playing in Atlanta, it's going to be just several Georgia fans there. I think people who Georgia people who um, applied for these tickets got everything that they wanted. Yeah. So it's not the traditional like last year split in Charlotte half. where it was split, where you had both fan bases traveling to the game. I think a lot of Oregon fans are not going to make the trip to Atlanta. It's going to be full of red and black, going to be loud. Everybody's going to be juiced. And, oh, uh, I like it, wait. man. I'm excited. Ooh. So good good time to open it up. Going to be interesting, yeah. Clark, to see if they open up the roof Adam, like they did last year yeah, for yeah. Miami, Alabama. We've actually not so. played uh, with the roof open not, in Mercedes-Benz. No, Georgia hasn't. Not. So, um, And another couple of notes I took about Oregon, and, and let me be very clear. I – I took these notes I, from I, I just gathered a bunch of articles, websites, yep. looked at all sorts of stuff. I don't study uh, college football for a living. I wish I could. Yeah, wouldn't that. that be nice? That would be but nice. Hey, we're um, gonna give a good fan perspective. That's just right. the average man, the average podcast. <laughs> the Clark, we are man. a fan, the common man, just perspective. Yes. Go ahead. But uh, anyway, you know, I've heard they have a really good offensive line, and so that's that's something yep. to uh, consider. And then Bo Nix, I cannot wait. To beat Bo Nix one more time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll Assuming see. he's going to start. Yeah, Ty Thompson, I think, is the other guy. Yeah. And uh, Bo Nix, but you would think they probably will go with Bo Nix. The guy who started in the SEC since he was a freshman. Mm-hmm. Made some bonehead decisions and made some unbelievable plays. I mean, yeah. good, very inconsistent, but I think they that's who they probably will go. Sure. To, uh, him and uh, Dellingham was with uh, his freshman year. Nix's freshman year would have been 19 mm-hmm. when um, Dillingham was there. 
Same yeah, way. so uh, so a little familiarity there. Um, a guy who's familiar with Georgia and the 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 the, pa- the pace that Georgia defensively plays with. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, beating him one more time is going to be good. Carl. Yeah. One uh, thing about this team, I don't think they're very experienced in the secondary. Maybe at the corner positions, the safeties are weak, so we might exploit them through the air a little bit. Man, I don't know. It's going to be exciting. A lot of different weapons to choose from on how to attack that Ooh, defense. I can't wait. I want to say that one one more thing. I think this is a great opponent to open with. You know, in years past, yeah. you know, Buffalo. I love it, man. Uh, we get these just nobody teams, and yeah, it's a good showing and all. But man, it's fun to go out and compete. Game one, it's right fun, out of the gates, and really, your schedule eases up after that a little bit, just like it did last year. You know, we played Clemson game mm-hmm. one, and then um, yeah. kind of eased our way into SEC play. So great first game, Adam. We, I'm both. We're, oh, you yeah. said 34 yeah. 17. Yeah. If we're giving a score prediction, I'm going to go. I think we're going to light it up. Oh, um, even really? even against Dan Lanning, um, I'm going to say 45. Ooh, I'm going to say to what? I, I'm, I'm going to say 45 to 14. Ooh, I love it. Hey, man, I, I hope they're clicking on all cylinders yeah. by, you know. I just said in the 30, I, this this offense is going to be explosive this yeah, year. Yeah. And episodes to come, we'll talk more about that. But I just wanted to see, you know, knocking off some rust, getting in yeah. sync, and get some guys in. I, I think about 34 is where I'm going to go with it. There we go. That's so. not bad. All right. So, that's one and oh. One and oh. One and oh. Here <laughs> yeah. we go. All right. Move uh, on to next week. Okay. Might as well make it 2-0. and oh. September 10th versus Sanford at home, 4 o'clock p.m. kickoff. A little Ooh. bit of it. It's going to ease into a night game yeah, there. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I, you know, September's hot. Hot yeah. outside, man. It's 4 o'clock. So, Sanford, the Sanford Bulldogs, man. The program, um... Kirby Smart's father actually played football there. That's true. So, you know, you got that that uh, connection there. That's cool. That's cool and all. Um, they're from Alabama. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's, it's going to be very interesting now, to see. They're the but, they're the Bulldogs too, right? Yes, the Sanford Bulldogs. That's right. Well, That's right. That's that right. So, we're the better Bulldogs. Better Bulldogs. The bigger Bulldogs. And, I don't know. I think they have a running back uh, by the name of Jay Stanton. I think they're okay. going to have to rely on heavily if you want a little little Sanford preview. Okay. A little right. Sanford preview. I like it. You know, so uh, they were four and seven last year. Okay. So uh, they, they're, they're going to have to have to rebuild a little bit. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. uh, their their coach, I think it's his name was, uh, uh, is it Hatcher? Chris Hatcher? Chris Hatch. He used to coach at Valdosta State. Okay. And along the line when Kirby was there too. So I think he's an offensive guy. Um, gotcha. a very a respectable guy. You know, it's a respectable program for the level of play they're at. Pat Sullivan used to coach there, the legendary Auburn yeah. um, Heisman Trophy winner. Um, a lot of guys have been through that program. Um, so, I mean, it, it's going to be a fun game. Fun yeah. game. And uh, like you said, Clark, uh, I, it'll be a win, and it'll be a good time for these guys, inexperienced guys, to just grow even more, mm-hmm. get some more plays, get yeah. some more reps in, you know, make some mistakes and fix it and correct it. And um, it's going to be good playing in front of a home crowd and uh, – Two Always and oh. fun. Two, Two and oh. Oh, so. And and uh, one more thing. This is going to be a great, great family game. No, oh, this is a family game. This is <laughs> one that you bring the children and the women to. Yeah. We have talked to a family game. This is the first one on the schedule. Not too many of them, Clark. No, I'll no. be honest with you. Not too many of them. Yeah. I would classify as one. Maybe, yeah. maybe one well, of well, two. Well, we ought to go ahead and put the uh, put the star right there for family game. Asterisk. Yep, put the asterisk <laughs> there. That's what it is. That's what oh, it is. Oh, man. So. All right. Well, the next week. 
Next game, September 17th at South Carolina, 12 o'clock kickoff, mm. noon kickoff. I like Adam, that. this is not a family game. No, it's not. It's not a this family This is a game. hostile environment. This is somewhere that you do not want to bring anybody that you love to. No. Only <laughs> only, only the men should go to this yes. one because it is a, it's a, it's a bad and environment. And, Adam, we, we, you and I are both – we're going solo. Yeah, this, right? it's just me and you. It's just me and you oh, this boy. game, Clark. So uh, you don't you don't know what kind of mischief we're going to get into when we get <laughs> down there. But um, I, I do believe Columbia, South Carolina, especially in um, September, mid September, is the hottest place on earth. On earth, and I think there's actually some t- scientific proof, Clark. Oh, there's really? a, there is a uh, there's a corridor, yeah, some type of corridor in that area okay. that traps some heat. Yeah, trap some heat, so to speak. Right. I think there is. I think you know. I'm. I'm definitely. Wait, you're. You're not kidding. Here. No, I, I really think there is some t- type of uh, scientific <laughs> analogy. Okay. And analysts that you can't. That somebody smarter than me can say that somewhere along that area in the state of South Carolina, he trap. Trap. I mean, there's yeah. nowhere for it to go. Right. All right. So it's contained. It's contained, Clark. So obviously, and then you add on the Columbia, South Carolina. It's just all concrete. Asphalt it is everywhere. It's awful. Terrible. Bad experience in that stadium. We're crazy enough to go back. Yeah. But uh, but I like this a nooner, Clark. I like mm-hmm. this a noon game. I mean, obviously during Carolina's heyday from 2010 to 2014 when they won one SEC East title during Spurrier's <laughs> reign, there were some bad memories there. That place oh, got yeah. loud. 2012. Specifically, that stadium mm-hmm. rocked and rolled. Literally, fourteen was a bad day there. Um, but Georgia's going to win this game, Clark, and I think it'll be similar to what we saw in two thousand eighteen against okay. Will Muschamp. Yeah. And then when yeah. old uh, DeAndre Baker First set the play. tone with that uh, that interception, that pick mm-hmm. six. So, um, I, I don't know. Uh, I I think it'll be along the lines of a um, um, forty one, twenty one, twenty four, okay. maybe. I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. I, there's a lot of question marks with that Carolina team, Clark. Yeah. I mean, um, I, we've talked about Shane Beamer's got them heading in the right direction. Mm-hmm. You, you've upgraded your talent at quarterback. Spencer Rattler is a, is a good quarterback. I mean, yeah. it's definitely better than what they've had there and what we've seen in the past there. Mm-hmm. Um, so how are they going to jail? How's the, the supporting cast around them going to be? Um, the stadium's going to be rocking. Yeah. Even though it's a noon kickoff, uh, it's still going to be loud, still going to be a hostile environment for some of our young guys to go into sure. the first hostile environment they'll be yeah. in. Even though Oregon will be a big game, but this will be the first time that um, it, it'll be hard to hear during snap counts mm-hmm. and everything. And and um, it, it, it'll be interesting to see. This is a big game, big test. Um, Carolina's got some hype, but George's going to win this football game. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, you know, this is really the most excited I've seen South Carolina fans since – 2012. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Um, but good you know, me. they do have a good football team. Uh, just from there, there are some, certainly some question marks. I don't know exactly what what's going on with their defense. I don't. I'm not. I don't. Once again, I don't study these teams. But from what I've read and from what I've watched, um, you know, Spencer Rattler. I think he's getting a. Obviously, he's getting a clean slate at Carolina. Yeah, I think he's going to be pretty good there. Yeah. And yeah, I, I, I don't want him to be, but I think he will be. Um, and he's shown some mis- inconsistencies at Oklahoma. You know, some would say, eh. Yeah. But he's got some good talent. Yeah. But, yeah. And, and, and I don't know. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I, I'm completely wrong. I, I mean, yeah, it, it could be. I mean, he's definitely going to be better than what has been there in the past. Sure. And sure. but Which you, isn't saying much. But you go from Lincoln Riley, who's one of the – if arguably the best offense coach in college yeah. football. But up there, in the conversation. Let's just say that. In the conversation, mm-hmm. Clark. To Shane Beamer, well, yeah, I, I understand. But 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 I agree. I agree. I, I don't know, man. It, it, it's such a 
question mark that we'll, we'll see. And it's going to yeah. be exciting to find out. And it makes you wonder about Spencer. Was there too much pressure on him at at Oklahoma? Now, you know, and here in Carolina, talk, nobody's talking about Spencer yeah. Rattler other than Carolina fans and SEC Network. That's about yeah. it. And he had Caleb Williams nipping at his heels. Man, right. I don't know. I mean, right. we, we won't know that, but um, – it's, it's heading in the right direction for mm-hmm. them. I don't think they'll beat Georgia. They'll definitely beat somebody that they shouldn't, shouldn't. this mm-hmm. year. But I do not think it'll be Georgia in week three. Yeah. Um. Man, Clark, I just don't want to hear that rooster crowing, man. I hate that. <laughs> that every time I hear most... that freaking rooster, Ugh. every time I hear that freaking rooster, I just it's cringy, man. I got a question. Talking about the two can you do, can Carolina you do? teams. Oh, Hold yeah. up. Right. T- talking about the two Carolina teams here. What's worse, the rooster crowing? In Williams Bryce Stadium or the Tiger Roaring in Death Valley, they're well, both terrible. Well, because we don't really have to experience the Tiger Roaring much. That rooster, because I associate that rooster to some bad memories, some <laughs> yes. bad memories. Some in that Ace place. Sanders some taking Ace it Sanders, seventy yes. yards. Yes, on the yes, oh yes, yes, yes. Or it's a pass interference call on the goal line when uh, Todd Gurley was there. But I, I guess I'm not going to talk about that. There we go. But I mean that. You know, they just they, they just go crazy, and then the 2001 Space Odyssey comes Sandstorm. up, and then they start waving their white towels, and you're like, "Golly, this is such a clown show, Clark." It really is. It's a clown say, show. Now they they, a, they do get loud, in fact, they and they're loyal fans. They are Clark. loyal they could be, fans. They could be, you know, one in ten, and and that twelfth game, they're gonna be there. But yeah, it's it's it, we're not they're not losing this game. Nah, they're not losing this game. They're not losing this game. George's not going to lose this. Not this game, early. Not we're we're going to go. We could take us a picture with the uh, in the background their 1969 ACC championship. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, or their 2010 but, SEC East. Do they have one of those? Yeah, in they the do. Too? They they proudly sport they? that in their stadium. I'll be so. dang. Okay, and, and Ole Miss has a 2003 West Division championship. Yes. They didn't even represent the SEC West in the title game, but they had a split, and by yeah. gosh, we're going to put it on there. All right, anyway. It's not as bad as Arizona State's 19-something the salad, bowl. salad bowl. The salad bowl. I mean, I thought it was a joke. I literally thought it was a joke. There's a salad bowl, man. I actually like a salad bowl name for a bowl, but that, that could be another episode. Yeah. Best bowl game Hidden name. Valley. Yeah, the, the Weed Eater Bowl. I love the, the Weed Eater Bowl. That was a classic. The Poland Weed Eater Bowl, wasn't that it? I, didn't hear, I don't know about that. That's a classic, man. Oh, man. All right. Uh, so we're three and zero here. Both of us agree we're yep. three three and zero at this point. Yep. Moving on to the next week, September twenty. Another family game. Another family game. This is the last of the family games. Yep. Games on this slate, really. Yeah. Oh well, maybe one other. Yep. Um, Kent State, twelve o'clock kickoff, September twenty fourth, in Sanford Stadium. Clark. I have no info I, on the Golden Flashes. I, I have actually done a little research on the, of the on the Golden Flashes of Kent State. What do you got? Well, they're out of the MAC conference. I love some action, man. The season gets rolling. You get some Tuesday night action, some Wednesday night action, man. When you're just looking for football in the middle of the week, the MAC's always there for you. That's right. You get to see Toledo versus Akron, Bowling Green versus Western Michigan. I mean, it really gets gets jacked. Northern <laughs> yes. Illinois, the the big dogs of the conference. Mm. Let me tell you about the Golden Flashes right. of uh, Kent State. Um, they they won the MAC East last year. Okay, they did. They won it, and yep. then they got smoked <laughs> in Detroit in the uh, in the MAC championship game by Northern Illinois, and then they lost their bowl game. So they ended the season on a skid there. It goes to seven and seven, but they played fourteen games. Clark, That's uh, the season preview. I think they're they're going to be tied first to finish in the MAC East with uh, the Miami of Ohio, 
not Florida, yeah. Ohio, home of Ben Roethlisberger, Red Hawks, type of first, but the pundits are giving the edge to the Red Hawks representing the Mac East in the championship game, Clark, okay. if you wanted to know. Yeah. Probably right. against Northern Illinois again, who's created a powerhouse. Jeez. Personally, my favorite Mac team is the Toledo Rockets. I, I like, like the colors. I like the colors. Toledo Rockets and the logo. <laughs> anyway, so uh, good Mac team coming in. Um, uh, you know, Sean Lewis is their head coach, and uh, they got to okay. play. They gotta, they're they're going to have a little bit of a test. They're going to play Washington. They're going to play Oklahoma mm-hmm. before coming in the fourth wow. week. So, you know, Sean Lewis, that just tells me their administration not scared to go get a paycheck. Yeah, I don't know how much you pay the MAC teams to come, as opposed to like guys like Sanford. But hey, man, they, they, you know Sean Lewis, they're the head coach of the Golden Flashes of Kent State. Are saying, hey, man, anytime, anywhere, we'll play. Yeah. So I like you that. I respect that. that. So here we go, man. But uh, it'll it'll definitely be a a massacre. But a massacre. That's bad. I respect the Golden Flashes of Kent State. All right, Adam. Over under five hundred fans from Kent State. Showing up. Over. Oh, they're going to come out in droves. I go about 700. Okay. I think he. Now, he, now is Kent State, is Kent State in the state of Kentucky? I think it's in Ohio. Let's I look think, this look up. Yeah, right I'm pretty quick. sure about every MAC team is in the state yeah, of Ohio, Ohio or Michigan. Interesting. About. Or Illinois. You, I would think. Well, I always thought Kent was you, you short for Kentucky. You would think. But. but interesting. Yeah. No, so I mean, right. yeah, I mean, a lot of good football in the MAC. I really like the MAC. Interesting. Really like the MAC. You got me a little worried about the Golden Flashes now, Adam. <laughs> with that report, man, I didn't need to know all no, that. Well, they're, they're, they're like I said, they are uh, projected to go six and six and be tied for first in the MAC East. Man, <laughs> how, how much? <laughs> but, but, you got to be pretty bad. <laughs> well, you got to think the three East. of them losses are you know are, I oh, guess yeah, projected against like Washington, Oklahoma, yeah, and yeah, Georgia. Yeah. But still, man, six and six, five hundred. Get you the top of the Mac East, or the, yeah. the pundits are saying in the preview for this year. Oh, man. All right. All right, 4-0. Moving on next week, October 1st at Missouri. Time mm. to be announced. Hopefully, this is going to be – That's going to be a nooner. 11, yeah, yeah, 11 o'clock. I can see it either way. I could see it being an ESPN2 SEC Network type 730 kickoff. We've done that before down there um, a couple times since uh, we started playing them in 12 out in Columbia. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I like you your thought of it, Clark. It might be a 4.30 p.m. SEC Network game. Mm. Just don't know. But uh, I'm going to go with um, a nooner, okay? Okay. And uh, right. I, I think we're going to beat these guys about um, – 41 to 10. Man. Man, I sound like a homer. We sound like homers. It's all George is going to dominate every game. But honestly, Clark, you look at the schedule. Where's the loss at? I mean, I know we're going down it. But, I mean, (laughs) honest to gosh, it it sounds like we're just homers. Oh, George is going to win and destroy them this game. But, I mean, honestly. It's not crazy to think that way. Yeah. So, I – Had we not – have we not been – destroying these teams in the past. Yep. I wouldn't be yep. you know, sitting here saying that. Yeah, so, you, I mean, you know, Drinkwitz, I, I don't know. I don't know how they feel about them. I think they went to the bowl, a bowl game for the first time in a couple of years, last year under them. But I think there's some pressure there. We alluded to that a couple of episodes back in the SEC media episode. That there's some uh, feel like he needs to step up, especially maybe beat a South Carolina, beat mm-hmm. Kentucky. You, you don't finish dead last in the SEC yeah. East by, with just one – 
one win over Vanderbilt. I don't know, but I mean, I like this slate. the the whole The whole schedule's great, mm-hmm. and favorable. I like it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah George's gonna win this game. Yeah, I don't know much about Missouri football. Um, their defense was pretty bad last year. I think thirteenth yeah. in in the league or in the SEC rather. Uh, questions at quarterback. I don't know who their quarterback is. They've got some, I think, a transfer to. I think oh. Eli Drinkwitz may have even announced it at SEC Media Days, but Dang, who, who cares? Quarterback? Who went? I know there were some rumblings of JT Daniels transferring, right. there, but, of course, he went to West Virginia. Connor Basilak was our quarterback and has been, I think, the past couple of years. Yeah. But he transferred to Indiana. Mm. So I can't remember who – what the name was but anyway we're gonna get out of there with a win yeah five and oh uh you know not a desirable place to play golly that that is a tough one to get up for that stadium everything about it oh hey shout out to ryan day if you're listening ryan day is a faithful row 60 listener from right. missouri yes. Adam, he said he's going i love that ryan day love we, that. we may Clap not be ryan. there but he may be giving us the weekly concession i love that and family. if that is the case we're gonna send him boots yes. on the ground boots so, on the love ground it. love it <laughs> oh man all right October 8th, next week, versus Auburn. Time to be announced. I could only imagine, Adam, this is going to be a 3.30 kickoff because yes. Alabama A&M yes. is going to be that night. Yes. Uh, so, yes. hopefully, a good a good 3.30 game, CBS probably, hopefully. Right, right. This It will be the CBS uh, doubleheader. They will slate that. And I, I'm like you, Clark. I do believe it will be a 3.30 slotted game. And uh, we'll get the the B team mm. from CBS coming in, and and that's fine. That's that's exciting. Um, it, it's a weird feel for Auburn this year because not a lot of people are talking about Auburn on the schedule. I still haven't gotten used to playing Auburn this early in the year, and um, a lot of question marks obviously in Auburn. Um, it's hard to believe that people are predicting them to be dead last in the SEC West, Clark. A mass When's exodus. When's the last time? That's man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But there's been a mass exodus of players mm-hmm. uh, transferring out of Auburn. Obviously, the uh, the off season talk we've talked about morale not good on the plains. Yeah. Um, and then the TJ Finley news coming out, a guy who was uh, battling for the starting quarterback spot. Um. Got to but, deal with Amazon and then next day. But, I mean, Clark, if you think about it, it's a little bit nerve-wracking. The last two uh, Auburn quarterbacks who have gone down that road and and have had some some trouble some trouble have played the national championship games. <laughs> so, I, I hope that, <laughs> that trend does true. not continue. Hope that trend does that. not continue. But, oh, my uh, gosh. <laughs> anyway. And you're, anyway, you're referencing Cam, Cam Newton, Newton and, and uh, Nick, Nick Marshall. Marshall. That's right. Oh, That's my right. gosh. So, uh, That's a good point. I don't know. So, I mean, you have to think, though, at this point, and probably even if that didn't happen, Zach Calzada will be the guy. Um, really not a good choice either with him or T.J. Finley. T.J. Finley is like a statue back there. Calzada, I think, had had one great performance against Alabama. And the other ones, and I think, are very pedestrian. Was, yeah, yeah, even though it's – so, I mean, not a lot of flashiness there. Um, I don't know, Clark. I mean, is Calzada upgrade over Bo Nix? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't. Like, <laughs> At but, least with Zach Calzada, yeah. you get consistently okay, consistently mm-hmm. decent. I mean, who knows? Right. Maybe, maybe they turn around in right. Auburn. I don't see it this year. No, They're going to get destroyed in yeah. Athens. Yeah. And the reason I say that is. For one, yeah. I have one reason, and they just play terribly in Athens, Georgia. They have since about 2005 when they, they beat us. But, man, um, I, I just think yeah. it's going to be a fun game day experience for anybody that wants to go to that game. That one's going to be a heck of a ball game in, be in terms of we're going to dominate that football just game. Just the feel that everybody has for Auburn. We don't like Auburn. Right. I don't like Auburn. You don't like Auburn. All of God's, All children, of God's children do not, not like Auburn. Auburn. Yes. That's exactly right, Clark. Oh, so, man. 
It's all I don't care how big of a game it is, what their record is. You know, they'll probably get beat by Penn State before then. Hopefully they're coming in low sure. morale. And, you know, if they're coming in low morale, you just kick them even lower. Yeah. Because they're all In this circumstance, yeah. And we do older. not forgive them for what they no. did in 2010. Or 2013. Yeah. Uh, anytime. Sore, so, sore subject. Though. I just, uh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like Auburn's chances this year. I think Harson will get canned. Mm. I don't even think he'll make it through the whole schedule, Clark. Wow. That's a bold prediction. Bold, bold prediction. prediction bold alert. prediction alert. <laughs> Sound off the siren. Brian Harson does not make it till the end of November. Now, Adam, you you made a very bold prediction last year. I can't remember what it was. Well, you said Georgia would win a national championship. We did. There was something no, else you well, said, but I wish I could remember. Anyway. Yeah. So, what are we That's sitting it. at? One, two, three, four, five, six, and so oh. halfway through the schedule, six and oh, Clark. I mean, all right, let's pause right here. Midseason, feeling good. Um, I, I think, hopefully, good Lord willing, that we're clicking on all cylinders as far as health concerns. Everybody's mm-hmm. healthy. Yes. You're feeling good about it, man. You you, you are. I, shoot, I mean, golly, we really feel like we really hadn't been tested yet, yeah. so to speak, in these first six games. But the back half of the schedule, and we're going to get to it mm-hmm. there, is where it's going to be. Gonna be uh, if there is going to be a test, it's going to be in that back well, half. Well, I tell you life. who's really going to test us, Adam. On October 15th in Sanford Stadium okay. is going to be the it? Vanderbilt Commodores. Oh, the fighting clock. Watch Lewis. out. <laughs> I, you know, he's already talked about it, that the whole world is on notice that <laughs> Vanderbilt football is coming. Right. And, I, I mean, look, hey, man, I want some of the Kool-Aid they're drinking in Nashville. Yeah. We've already talked about this. Um, there must be hey, something you know, special in that Kool-Aid. I, I've talked about my discretion for the Vanderbilt Commodores many a time on this podcast, Clark, but, hey, it is what it is, man. They robbed our seniors during the COVID year of a senior day, and they, they didn't come play us in Athens. And, and there, there was nothing else above that, but they were, they were scared to come down to Athens. That's right. In my opinion. Yep. In my opinion, they were scared to come down to Athens for that game. But, hey, they got to come to Athens this year, man. And um, I don't see how a game could get more lopsided than it was in Nashville last year. I don't think it'll be that lopsided because that was just – that was unreal. I don't know. That's 6-2 to nothing. But I do believe this will be another shellacking. Um, uh, Clark Lee's going to have to wait one more year. Maybe when we go back to Nashville in 2023 is mm. when they will be just – I mean, the, the – prestige of the program will be at an all-time yeah. high up there at Vanderbilt. Interesting. Um, but, no, I don't I don't see a lot of good things happening for the Vanderbilt Commodores this year. Okay. I really do hope they get a, a win in the SEC, you know. Maybe they can go Against pop Tennessee. somebody. Oh, that would be great. Or, or, better yet, go into uh, Tuscaloosa and beat Bama. Oh. That would be amazing. Oh, yeah, they do play Bama. They do this play year, Bama at home. Yeah, it's going to be a tough slate for the Commodores and Vanderbilt. But, hey, that's a great game. I really like how the schedule sets up here, Clark. Traditional rival against Auburn. Uh, what we think preseason, they're not going to be that great. And then you get to play Vanderbilt, and we think here sitting here in early August that they're not going to be that great either, and, and that's safe to say. And then you get a bye week before you go into the, the last part of the schedule, man. I like that in October, and it's at home. You have two home games and then the bye week, so you're going to be playing at the house, you know, playing at the house and some time for some um, – dings and bruises to get healed up hopefully mm-hmm. and i like how that lays out that part of the schedule going into yeah. that last half clark going into the bye week and then going into the most important game on the schedule every year down in jacksonville florida yep adam this is definitely the um this is where it gets really really interesting for georgia uh, yep. going down to jacksonville on october 29th 
Playing Florida three thirty CBS. I'm assuming. I don't think they've announced an official time. They they always wait, and then it's always a three thirty. It is a three thirty. I think they've already slated it. They do. Okay. Yeah, there hasn't been a night game down there since two thousand two. I think it got too wild, and they vowed never to do it. Yeah, I promise <laughs> I, you. I think no, it did. I think that it sounds did, about so. right. Yeah. Um, Adam, Florida fans are really hungry. I think they are. They are really. Some some are really excited about Billy Napier, and then you have others who aren't the good lord has blessed us clark yes he has blessed us with florida football in a state of just destruction Despair. i love it it couldn't yeah. happen to a better program <laughs> could not happen to a better program yeah. clark i despise those guys in games with florida mm-hmm. me too they i mean it, it, it's unreal how much i dislike them in half since i was a small child clark and I, I love that they're getting their tail whooped from both sides. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mario Cristobal from Miami's coming up and just smoking them on the mm-hmm. recruiting trail. Billy Napier was supposed to just uh, rattle off the transfer portal, supposed to be the king of the transfer portal. We really didn't see that come to fruition, Clark, mm-hmm. in the offseason. We didn't. We didn't. Um, I, I'm – I want a 2017 type beat down in Jacksonville. Ooh. Like, I mean, that was a. I, I wish they didn't score that touchdown there at the uh, end and could have shut them out. I'd love to get a shutout in Jacksonville this year, man. Mm. The question for Florida though is going to be what kind of quarterback Anthony Richardson is going to yep. be. Is he going to be the hype that we saw that we heard last year? And we heard time? it a lot, and you heard it a lot, or is he not? So it's going to be interesting. Um, golly, I, I just think the state of the roster down there, where they're at. I think Billy Napier is a good coach. Um, we talked about the recruiting prowess that he has, and an X and O's guy obviously did very well at uh, Louisiana Monroe. But not this year, man. With the depletion in the state of the program he inherited, um, it, you, can't, you can't turn it around that yeah. quick. You can't turn it around that quick. It's going to get ugly there, and I hope we – I hope we, we make a statement down yeah. in Jacksonville. Well, Todd Grantham, and bless his heart, uh, Christian Robinson, they left that defense in shambles. Um, and then you got Brenton Cox. And this is why I think we're going yeah. we're gonna, to we're gonna absolutely destroy Florida this year because of Brenton Cox's mouth. <laughs> we live rent-free in that kid's head. I mean, he can't oh, get over us. But, no, but in all seriousness, I, I do think – we're going to go in and and smack them. Yeah, it's going to be a beatdown, Clark. It, it'll be a beatdown. And, I mean, obviously you don't know what's going to be going on during that time of sure. the season, what key injuries that we have, where we're at at that point in time, where the morale of the team is, mm-hmm. where they're at, if they've uh, knocked off somebody and building momentum. But looking at it right now, it's going to be just a blowout. And, yeah. and we need one down there, Clark. Mm-hmm. I mean, that 17 game was so sweet, just yeah. getting off uh, to a 21 nothing lead like that, and bam, yeah. let's do it. That was fun. Boom. All right. So, man, 7-0. and This is sounding an awful lot like uh, a certain yeah. other season. Yeah. You know, where, where we yeah, won every man. game in the regular season? Yeah. Man, and you think about that. If this comes to the fruition, Clark, that's going to be – how many regular season wins in a row would that be? I mean, I, yeah, last 20. year would be 12-0. and um, Dang. I don't, we don't need no dead air, so I can't count out the 20. But yeah. it, it'll be up there. I think this would be – I mean, it would be over um, – it would be over 20 straight regular season wins in a row. Yeah. Well, it would be 20 – it, it would be over 24 if we – at, oh, at that point. At that time. point yeah, in time yeah. is what I'm saying, what saying when you're going into the Tennessee game. Okay. Leaving Florida. Yep. So, 7-0 and going into Tennessee uh, – well, sorry, not going into Tennessee. Going uh, yeah. into the Tennessee game in Athens, November 5th, time to be announced – I, Adam, I hope this is a night game. I think it'll be a three thirty. I, I don't I know so. the schedule that game that that week. Yeah, I, that, it'll depend on that. 
Um, I'm, I, maybe. Maybe we'll get a 730 um, ESPN, ESPN or Adam. It could. It could. It could end up being an 8 o'clock ABC college game day kind of kickoff. Yeah. It could. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it'll be I think it'll be definitely an ESPN game. Um, it, it'll be, Go ahead, pull up the schedule for that week, Clark. Okay. And I'll talk a little bit while you're getting that up because that, that is interesting. I hadn't really thought about the Tennessee kickoff time. I've kind of just assumed it'd be a 3.30 kick. Yeah. Um, But – that game, uh, it worries you, Clark, because you really don't know where Tennessee is going to be at at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, it, are they going to surprise people? Are they going to get over the Florida hump? What are they going to do against Alabama? How are they going to look against Alabama before coming in there? What kind of momentum is going to be at? Where is the SEC East picture going to be looking like when uh, they come into Athens? I will say this. I'm very glad we're not going into Knoxville this year. Yeah. That would really scare me to death. Um, a lot of people, a lot of the talking heads are saying – are predicting an 11-1 Georgia um, regular season with a slip-up being this game. Coming off a big emotional – and it doesn't matter how Florida is that year, Clark, what their team record is coming into Jacksonville. That's an emotional football game. That game takes a toll on you. And coming back to Athens against Tennessee the next week – last year it was Missouri. Mm-hmm. But coming in this week – this year is going to be Tennessee. You play Florida and Tennessee back-to-back, two big historic rivals. It will be tough. I'm just glad that game is home – um, I think that's where a lot of people are pointing at where Georgia's slip-up will be because of that factor coming off of the Florida game. But I just – I don't think we're going to get beat by Tennessee this year. Um, the way Hopple, if he keeps improving his program, they might get us one year. I mean, it's college football, man, in the SEC. Somebody's going to get you at some yeah. point in time. And, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if there is a slip-up this year. But just looking on paper, I don't see the game – yet right now yeah. just looking at it right now without seeing Pre-season. any pads popping nothing happening right now uh no football's been teed off yet i don't see where it's gonna be at in mm-hmm. this uh in this regular season but i mean I, I could respect people saying tennessee i just like the fact it's at home i'd be a whole lot more yeah. worried about it if it was in Neyland this year um but we'll get to the game if i had to pick one where i think we could get beat we'll be it but uh yeah. but yeah this this kind of starts the slate right here clark real quick and i'll let you talk where it's the most nerve-wracking start of the schedule. And, and it's crazy to think these teams are it, but to me, this is the the meat of the schedule that's that's the most concerning if there is one mm-hmm. that is. Now, if this were 2019 Georgia playing uh, Tennessee, I'd be worried. Yeah. Because we would not have the horses on offense, or maybe not the horses. We wouldn't have the coaching on offense to outpace these guys. Thankfully, we have true. both the defense and the offense to – Go head to head with really anybody well, in the in the country, no matter what your scheme is, no matter what gimmicks you may throw at us, um, and that's yeah. that's kind of where I'm looking at this from. Um, Georgia has a very solid offense this year. We're going to talk about that yeah. uh, in in more episodes to come, but uh, you know we're going to be able to go toe to toe with them and match their intensity on offense. Right. I think. So. Right, and um, I'll go ahead and say it. I was going to say it for later, but what I like about it when you're playing these offenses, who it looks like the most high-powered offenses that we'll be playing this year, this particular year, is going to be in the back half of the schedule. Why well, I like how that sets up, Clark, because it gives you time for your defense to get an identity, for guys to step up and take command of the role, mm-hmm. say this is my role right here, for leaders to step up, because obviously we lost all those guys last year, but – there's a lot of talent coming in. Yeah. And there's a lot there's a few core players on that defensive side of the football. Noah Smith, Chris Smith, Jalen Carter, if they can stay healthy and are going to be the leaders there. And it gives us a chance for them to play a 
whole half of the season mm -hmm. and get some experience under their belt, get up to game speed, and they're going to grow and mature more and more each week. So I like – and the, the talent's already there. That's yeah. not a question about it. It's just the maturity and the game experience and every rep that comes with it that first part of the season against the uh, more uh, efficient offenses that George will be playing yeah. is, is, gonna, is a good thing. So that's why I like – I like it that the schedule is like it is instead of reversed. Right. I'm going from the bottom forward with it. So, yeah. um, I, I think Tennessee uh, it will probably be a game closer than what people think, I believe. Yeah. I think they'll put some points up, but um, our offense will be clicking. And uh, I think we're going to come out of there with a win, maybe a 10-point win. I think it'll be closer mm -hmm. than what, um, what it has been against them in the past. And a lot of it depends where Tennessee's at, where both teams are at, Clark. Again, is Hendon Hooker healthy? How's he playing? Um, and where's the morale at? Are they are they flying high, still in SEC's contention, or, mm -hmm. or not? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. uh, what was the schedule, by the way, real quick? Uh, all right, so we got a couple of games, bigger games, I think. Uh, well, Alabama at LSU, that's probably that'll be. I would yeah. imagine, assuming hey, LSU's pretty good, I, that's that might be the that might be the. Uh, I tell you what, they yeah, they might do a doubleheader. I, I tell you what, they might do, Clark. Uh, have they even announced the doubleheaders yet? No, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think they so. Have, I, but it could be the noon doubleheader, noon three thirty doubleheader. Uh, Clemson at Notre Dame, that's one, but know, that's NBC. NBC, so. but yeah, I mean Georgia anyway. won't. But SEC, SEC won't be on ABC. But it'll be a, it could be ESPN seven thirty, Clark, because Alabama LSU will get the three thirty time slot. Brian Kelly's first first game against Nick Saban, and I think that. Uh, it, they might do shoot. They might do a CBS uh, doubleheader, the noon and three thirty because they did the three thirty and eight o'clock for the A and M Alabama game and us in Auburn. They might go ahead and do it, and it might be a noon kickoff. Ugh. That would well, be good. Now, anyway, who knows? A lot of football to play before the end of the season. So. Yep. I love the uh, hypotheticals of it all, though. Yes, Clark. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine and zero. Looking for the ten and zero start. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. All right, next week, An November game, November twelfth at Mississippi State. Time to be announced. Oh, I just pray this one is not a uh, a night game. This Cowboys. game, Adam scares me the second most. Really? Um, I tell you, this may be one of the better Mike Leach defenses I've or he's coached. Um, that's just from what I've gathered. Uh, okay, and you know, you pair it with that kind of offense. You got Will Rogers coming back. I mean, this could be a dangerous combo. I am pretty worried about the Mississippi State Bulldogs. And, and you know, we saw their play last year. They were really inconsistent. They Very won games they should have. They have been like that. For six, yeah. yeah. They won games they uh, shouldn't have won, and then they lost some that they shouldn't have lost. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Will Rogers is a playmaker. Their offense, they're going to try to control this game, the pace mm -hmm. of this game. Uh, and and they're going to be the ones trying to, to force, you know, that pace on us. But um, we'll see. I, I – th I, as long as this is not a night game, I feel okay about this one. Yeah, yeah. But it still worries me. It, it, it can be worrisome. And um, pull up Mississippi State schedule, if you don't mind, before right. then. Will Rogers is a veteran guy. Uh, he was quarterback last time they came to Athens in 2020 for the blackout COVID year in the game. JT Daniels shine. But Mississippi State moved the football that night, Clark. Yeah, they did. And what exactly what you said, they're going to try to control the game uh, ball possession, I think. Try to keep the the ball in their offensive hands, and I don't think they're going to be an offense, and their game plan will necessarily be to take the cap off and uh, try to push the ball downfield on this Georgia defense and mm -hmm. the secondary. But 
I think they're going to be very efficient at dinking and dunking and getting first downs here and there, five, six-yard um, gains. And when that happens and you let teams like that hang around, yeah. especially in a environment at Mississippi State, you don't know what can happen. That's you a don't, I mean, you don't know what can happen any given Saturday, but that that is something. You don't know what guys will be missing that time, Clark. And, and same thing with them. That game does make me nervous, but I think I think George will win that game. I just don't – I haven't bought in to Mike Leach just being – Yeah, you could be – I mean, what you pointed out to, the inconsistencies of it, mm-hmm. of him being a threat. I mean, it's a, it's a tough stretch, but I think I'm more worried about the next week because of what you could face in Starkville and then what you're going to have coming on the road next week. They do play Alabama uh, before us. They play Kentucky before us. Auburn. Arkansas, it was the week before. Man. I wonder. Auburn. Auburn. Uh, okay. And fun fact, Adam. That will be uh, when we march into Starkville. That yeah. will be military appreciation oh, that's good. game. That's, that's good. good. God bless the troops, yes. man. We love the troops here at Row Sixty, and um, I'm sure they do in Starkville, Mississippi too. I know they do. You know, yeah. I know they. That's that's a uh, that's a college campus that's got their their morals together. That's right. Over in Starkville, Mississippi. <laughs> That'd be a good road trip for. That's right. Everyone going out there. So yeah, I mean, worth some game court, but uh, the next week, that's the one that gets me. Yes. One one quick note uh, Go ahead. made. About this Mississippi State game, one thing I like about this matchup, um, we're going to be playing the same style of offense in back-to-back weeks in in Tennessee and right. Mississippi State. You know, right. there's going to be some overlap with the scheming and game planning, and um, our players will hopefully by the time we go into Mississippi State uh, from going up against Tennessee the week prior, hopefully they'll go into that game with a little bit more. Uh, poise and uh, you know understanding and awareness of of what's happening yeah. on that offense. So anyway, I mean I don't know, Clark. It's gonna be gonna yeah. be crazy. Cowbells ringing and everything. Man, <laughs> whoever would have thought you'd be nervous about the slate? I mean, it's just wild yeah. college football. Yeah. Is wild. Ten and zero. We're gonna assume, Adam. You yeah, think we? Yeah, I, yeah, I, absolutely. Right. I think we Me win too. that game. Me too. I, I feel good about that game. The next game, and Adam, this one is the one that has got me. Yeah. Scared the most. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Without it's a doubt. Kentucky. At Kentucky. Lexington, November 19th. I've, I don't think I've ever been scared of Kentucky, even last year, even in 2018. I did, I've never been scared of the Kentucky yeah. Wildcats no. ever playing no. them. Never but been. this year, <laughs> I got to be honest, they do worry me a little bit. Um, I, if we're not healthy going into this game, Adam, if we don't step off the bus yeah. and play a complete four-quarter game, we're going to get beat. And this is going to be the one loss. And this loss, it could potentially mean we don't make it to Atlanta. I, I know that sounds I, wild. I mean, but, yeah, and against Kentucky. Right. The, the next to last week of the regular season, and as wild as a position we've never thought of before, it's crazy. You think Florida, that's the bit. And it, it always will be. But this stretch of Tennessee, Mississippi State, Kentucky, I think – I mean, there, there's no argument that this is absolutely the most brutal stretch of the, the schedule. And I love the schedule. It favors us. But this is a tough stretch right here, and it just shows where those programs are at. But I think Kentucky is the one that makes me nervous the most, like you said, Clark. If there is a loss on the schedule, it'll be in Lexington. Mark Stoops has built a great program from the bottom. I mean, from the very bottom yeah. from when he inherited it in 2013 on up. And what I like about it, he's built a physical football team. He started from both the defensive and offensive line out, and then now he's getting skilled guys in there. Now he's getting guys, uh, um, when he brought in Liam Cohen last year to run the offense, an uh, NFL guy, kind of opened up a little bit from what they had from Eddie Grand. Receivers are seeing 
that. They have transfer yeah. receivers coming in, playing with them, some talented freshmen coming in. Will Levis is a guy that's been highly regarded. Um, I think what's going to set the tone for Kentucky season is they go down to Gainesville in week two. If they mm. beat Florida, Whew. and uh, that they're going to get some confidence going there. And uh, we'll see. Another big key game they have is in Oxford against Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss. I don't think they'll win that game, but if they do – I. I think a lot will depend on how I feel about this game is where we're at at that point, Clark. Yeah. If Kentucky – if it is a 2018-type winner goes to Atlanta mm-hmm. and they're they're tasting it, man. And and when Mark Stoops, who's built that program, not gimmicky, and there, and he's not beat Georgia yet, he's bound to one time. I mean, that, mm-hmm. that's his part. But I don't think it'll be this year. I think we will win that football game. Georgia will, but that environment will be insane. Yeah. And uh, it'll be cold. It'll, man, it'll be freezing. I don't think we've ever played them that late. I think we've played them like a week before that, but I don't think we've ever played them the week prior to Thanksgiving. To Tech, yeah. To Tech. Wow. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, this one, this oh, just the environment in general. Um, once again, if we're not healthy, I'm going to be really I, I know it's crazy. <laughs> we're, we're talking about what the environment will be at Kroger Field. <laughs> yeah. but, but, I mean, it's, it's, it's the truth. Hey, where we're at. I tell you, it, now, they get, they get kind of rowdy. I mean, I it's mean, enough oh, to yeah, get rowdy. It's man. enough to uh, to to be intimidating. I can tell you they're believing. I, I would say this is the most highly anticipated football season they've ever had in Lexington, mm-hmm. and they, they're feeling like Will Levis is the man. And and you know he's a player, but it all depends how they start their season, where they're at, because they easily could have four losses by then, and then all and it's just deflated. Yeah, but I don't. They see could that. be, but it could be that this is for the East right here, man. But <laughs> but. I mean, what I love about it, man, is now we have the place. Yeah, we're talking about it. But deep down, Clark, I'm at the point now where Georgia is to the point that this is where all the teams have their parades. Everybody we've talked about, everybody gets fired up. Thinking about the what ifs, the celebrations, if they beat Georgia. But now we're to the point, Clark, we go in there. Like we used to look at Alabama when they came to Athens, like in 15. You get excited about thinking about it, and then you just get demoralized. (laughs) That's what I love about where Georgia is as a program and Kirby Smart is now. It's going on the road in the SEC and just crushing, crushing just the shred of hope that these opposing fan bases have, like at South Carolina, like at Kentucky. And, I mean, you have Stetson Bennett, who's seen every environment in college football, who's going to be the guy under center. Do you think he'll be intimidated by the crowd at Kroger Field? (laughs) Heck no, man. Heck no. There will be no intimidation whatsoever. And the experience these guys will have then, especially if they're undefeated with all the goals in front of them, they've already tasted it before. They're going to be wanting to taste it again. Georgia will win this football game, Carl. Yeah. We're going to sneak out of there. Uh, with a close victory is what I predict. Yeah. I think it'll be – yeah, I think it'll be similar to 18. I think you'll win maybe 34 to 20 or 34-17, something like that. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's close. <laughs> well, well, no, 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 I no. no. Like, For relatively speaking. I meant, I meant a close to like 2018. Oh, I see what you're saying. Game yeah, is what I got you, I got you. Yeah. All right. Assuming uh, – man, assuming we're 11-0, and we should be 12-0 and at – after talking about this one, uh, November 26th versus Tech at home in Athens. First time. Old, or clean, old-fashioned hate. Clark, the first time they've been in Athens since 2018. Yeah. Because you yep. didn't play out a conference team in 20. Mm-hmm. So, went to Atlanta in 19, went to Atlanta last year in 21. So, wow, that, that's kind of odd. First Adam, time in four years. You made a bold prediction saying Harson wasn't going to end the season. I'm going to say – Jeff Collins this is going to be the nail Not in the coffin. Jeff. Je- Geoff. Jeff. Not Geoff. He is gone. Look, Jeff. <laughs> Paul Don't. Johnson coming into Atlanta in 2018 was was the last time we ever saw oh, Paul God. Johnson. 
Um, oh, and, and the same is going to be said for Jeff yeah, for Collins this year. He's he's going. So you, I mean, do you think he makes it? Do you, does he make it? I think he somehow makes it. I mean, is yeah. there an interim guy? I don't know. I, we'll see. That, that's going to be interesting. You know, um, the uh, Georgia Tech athletic director Todd Stansberry put out a a kind of a a, a call to arms, so to speak, uh-huh. of the the guys on the flats, and the fans to to get in Bobby Dodd uh, to come support yeah. this team. That you know that. Everybody is not really happy with where the program is, and we understand that, right, Clark? So we understand that we're not happy with where the program is, but we still need to go support these guys. So basically saying, I need people to buy tickets or right. my job's on the line. Exactly. This sounds like a communist <laughs> regime. This is like, you come know, It starts with recommending and, and yeah, being nice you about know, they, it. But then they're going to start forcing <laughs> these kids to show up to the games because nobody else does. You know, they might need to take, and I meant to mention this during the South Carolina segment, Clark, they might need to take the approach of selling season ticket packages <laughs> at, at Costco. Costco. Did you see I that? Saw that. I'm like, I wish this was Georgia football season uh, tickets right here. I mean, it, I mean, I don't want the program to be at that point, no. but – the price on the, the deals, man, like, yeah. dang. But can you imagine you go to Costco, get your home goods, and then you could go get you some South Carolina tickets in the up west, well, the, the upper, west, deck. upper yeah. west end zone. What was it? It was in the corner of the west end zone or something. And But, but, but you can't. You can't redeem those tickets for the Georgia game. I wonder why. Because maybe Georgia yeah. fans are going to come in droves like yeah. you and I, Adam, and we're going to take right. over that. Anyway, no, yeah. So anyway, anyway, they need to go ahead. I mean, I'm tech fans, they need to go ahead and get them tech. I, they need to uh, probably get a special going. Yeah. Get a special going. You, you would know? think engineers could come up with a way to sell tickets. <laughs> Golly. No. Well, that program is in shambles. We're going to absolutely boat race them. It won't um, be close. They, right. they won't score. I'll say that's a shutout again. Ooh, another I year. love it. Mm-hmm. 12-0. We're just going to say it. Adam and I sitting here on this day, preseason. And, it's 12-0. We're going, we're, we're going two straight seasons 12-0. I mean, God, this is just a great time to be a Georgia Bulldog. Clark. And that really is not a far-fetched thing to mm-hmm. say. I mean, yes, we both say, yeah, I can see 11-1. I do not see 10-2. and 11 and 1, but I don't know where to say it would be at. We, we kind of talked about it, but man, I feel like just a Homer Clark, like one of these shows that's just nothing but rah rah. I mean, we're all rah rah Georgia, but not Georgia can't be beat by anybody. Nothing but no, we're not. Left. Seriously, Clark, that schedule it's 12 and 0, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, unless there's some unseen circumstances, some injuries or something, suspensions, turmoil in the program, something can happen, and that's why we love college football because. <laughs> you know, any given Saturday, you don't know where the ball's going to bounce, what's going to happen, what mm-hmm. crazy stuff's going to happen. I mean, Kirby says, what, you're one Saturday away from humiliation – or that's from humble humbleness, hope, that's yeah. right. So, um, I, I think, though, it's going to be 12-0 heading into the, the big part of the, the season. Mm-hmm. Postseason, baby. Let's talk about the big part of the season. The SEC Championship game, December 3rd, um, a week after the uh, Tech game. Adam. Okay. Who are your two teams? I mean, obviously, it's it's Georgia gonna, Georgia gets yeah. in. Georgia's going to get in. It's Who's gonna, the other? It's going to be a shock, Clark. It's going to be Alabama. Oh, really? You didn't see that coming, no. did you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Another game against Alabama and Mercedes-Benz Stadium, Clark. Mm. Talk about some demons. Now, let Talk me, about some demons. Yeah. Let me ask you right quick. Before we really get into the SEC Championship game, do you think Alabama also comes yeah. into the, the Benz yeah. undefeated? No, I I don't. I think really? they will slip up. I think they'll be eleven and one. And the reason I say that is I think the SEC West is that much better. Yeah. And that schedule and that slate is 
Um, and then you add a trip to Texas. They're not going to get beat by Texas, but they play Texas in Texas the second week of the uh, um, the season. And I mean, I don't know that that they're not going to get beat by Texas, but there's some tough football games. What they I'm really saying, are. there's some physical games for them, especially with a team that's got a very questionable offensive line. Clark, their offensive line isn't the offensive lines we saw in the like 2012 Alabama era. Um, I, I think that's been the story of the offseason of the weaknesses of Alabama mm-hmm. has been that. And you got Bryce Young, who is a great athlete, a great player. But Clark, I mean, you got to be honest, the, the frame and the stature of him as somebody who if he gets hit repeatedly, you, you don't know what happened. You don't wish that on anybody. Don't, don't get us wrong with that. But, I mean, just talking about breaking it down, what injuries will they have? Uh, playing, playing Ole Miss and Oxford. Um, you know, you never know what you're going to get with LSU. Uh, I think they'll beat A and M after the off season drama. At, but at I, Arkansas too. At Arkansas, yeah, Mississippi State. I think they'll drum them. But at Tennessee, I mean, you just you, you don't know. I think there will be one loss by them again. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be. I mean, yeah, it's just a mirror image of last year with everything. But I do think they will drop one. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I I, I could see that. Yeah. Um. So, SEC championship game, let's just assume it's Georgia and Alabama. Adam, do you think we finally win an SEC championship against Alabama in the bins? I know this is crazy to say, Clark, because what we saw in Indianapolis, but the SEC championship game isn't going to be in Indianapolis. Until I see Georgia beat Alabama in Mercedes-Benz Stadium and we're doing this preview show Alabama will win that football game. I don't okay. think it'll be – I think it'll be one of the closer Georgia-Alabama games again. I don't think it'll be a 41-24 game again. But I, I do not. think that uh, we will be there. I think it'll be similar again where Georgia is in and Alabama is playing for their life. Now, I'd love nothing more. You talk about really just making a statement and really just causing some concern in Tuscaloosa. You not, they have one loss coming in. You go ahead and put it on them and just uh, put the death nail in them. This year, and they're they're going to the uh, the Sugar Bowl. That would be <laughs> that would be a statement, Clark. Yeah. Beat them again to it. I'd love nothing more than that. Nothing mm-hmm. more than that. But I don't think I see Georgia winning against them with them with their backs against the wall like that. Need to win to survive again, similar to last year. But you don't know where the injuries are and everything. But I, I don't, and I hate that. That pains me to say. But honestly, if I have to reach deep down and say it, I don't. Mm. I don't know what to feel about that game. If it even if those are the two teams that are even in that game, but if if I'm looking at it preseason, I actually like our chances in that game, Adam. Um, I love it. I really do. I love it, man. I really do, and I, I love it. I, I don't think we're scared of Alabama anymore. The monkeys off. No, 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 I agree. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. The players, absolutely. The coaches, the fans, everybody. We're not scared Heck of Alabama. Yeah, we Let just proved that we we're better than them. Now, right. obviously, this is a new year. We lost 15 guys to the draft. I'm not naive. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, once again, we have the offense. We have the defense to go toe-to-toe with anybody, and I mean anybody, anybody. in the nation. That's right. If we get to that point, and Adam, you said it best, people probably think we're absolute uh, homers and we're delusional and maybe we are but i yeah, really do be. think be. if we get to that point <laughs> we're going right. to beat alabama i and love it man hey i mean golly they're already crowning this alabama team as the greatest exactly. college football team to ever play here in august but you hear camp updates like eli ricks the transfer cornerback from lsu maybe my attitude's not as good 
And I don't know, man, are these new guys coming in? How's the jail in the locker room going to be? I'm sure the Alabama standard will come eventually and, yeah. and they will be fine. But I'm not quite ready. Obviously, I think the two best players in college football are Bryce Young and Will Anderson. Both of them are in Tuscaloosa on each side of the football. But I just I, – you're right about that, Clark. I'm not ready to just go ahead and say they're the best team to ever play football yet. And I want to see them play – right now I'm just going with that take, but I could easily change my mind with it. And I'd love nothing more. I want nothing more than to beat them again the next time we're out. That would really just send a statement to them. That Clark. really would. And that would cause some turmoil in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. I would love to see Saban's reaction if he gets beaten in the SEC championship, mm-hmm. especially if they have that other loss and they go to get to play in the Sugar Bowl. Instead I wonder, of play, I wonder, oh, man, let's go. Let's go. That would be a statement right there, Clark. I'll go jump in the fountain in Centennial Park if we do that one. <laughs> I wonder if uh, Nick Saban will call this upcoming year a rebuilding year if uh, if they yeah. lose again. Yeah, if they lose again, it will be a rebuilding year. <laughs> um, no, but speaking of Alabama, since we're just talking about them, Adam, do you think – are they in your top four? In my top four? Yeah. Oh, At yeah, the end absolutely. of the year. Absolutely. I think there will be um, – Even with – but you just said, though – well, no, you said you had Alabama winning uh, yeah. the SEC championship game. So, all right. So, Alabama, and then we're just going to say Georgia gets in with one loss. So, right. both, both right. Uh, Alabama and Georgia again. 12 and 1. Um, Clark, I'm high on Ohio State. Uh, I think their schedule's very favorable this year. I don't, I mean, I think they'll be, uh, yeah, they got a tough test against Notre Dame. And then I think they're home forever. And, I think they get Iowa, though. I mean, I do think their Western games are a little bit difficult. Maybe Iowa and Wisconsin. I don't know. They play at Michigan State, at Penn State. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Their schedule, I take that back. I think it is a little bit difficult. But still, I think they're explosive on offense, even after losing some receivers to the draft. I think C.J. Stroud is a great quarterback. Could potentially be the Heisman Trophy winner this year. Um, I think they'll beat Notre Dame week one. And I think they'll roll into the playoffs unscathed this year. Mm. Um, and I think they're going to be tough to handle in the playoffs yeah. too, Clark. And uh, I don't know, man. I'm trying to think who what my seeds are going to be because I I, I kind of had this thought that Alabama would be playing in Atlanta in the Chick Fil A game against Clemson. I mean, how how hot of a take is that? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's the same playoffs I picked last year. I, I don't think Clemson's going to get beat, Clark. I know after last year that might be crazy, but I don't. I don't think they'll get beat. And I think it's going to be Alabama claps it again in a playoff game in Atlanta. And then I think Georgia's going to play Ohio State and Arizona in the Fiesta Bowl. Mm. Yeah. But but that might not be if I predicted my SEC championship. I'm going to have to think on that. Because, yeah, yeah. That, because Alabama might would be number two seed. No, that would be right. Yeah, Ohio State. Yeah, that's right. Ohio, we, we would be the number four seed. Alabama would be two and three. Ohio State would choose to go to the Fiesta Bowl and not play Georgia in Atlanta. Mm. Mm. Ohio State's one of my teams uh, in the in the Final Four. You know, pressure's on them. Yeah, I think they yeah. have been one of the most underperforming I agree. teams I agree. Uh, in the past decade. Really, they've had a lot of extremely good talent. You know, last year. And this year, I think they have the best offense yep. in the country. Uh, yep. Last year, they did in terms of total offense. You know, C.J. Stroud, great quarterback, should be the Heisman front runner, I'd imagine. Yeah. Uh, they did lose Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. But, Adam, they have Jackson Smith Najigba. I think that's how you mm-hmm. say it. Adam, that kid, 
He's the best receiver in college football. I watched his yeah. Rose Bowl performance uh, live, and I tell you, he had three, almost 350 yards. And I know it's against Utah, and I know there's no defense played out uh, past Texas. But, <laughs> my goodness gracious, that's insane. It is insane, Cole. I mean, and what was crazy about it is you had their starting guys out that game. Right. And they come and light up like that. I mean, the, the wide receiver recruiting up there. It's unreal. Oh yeah, and um, uh, I think is Brian Hartline still the the uh, the wide receivers coach up there. Like he no is a guy that was in the NFL for a while, yeah. Ohio State alumni uh, alumnus. I'm not sure on that either, but anyway, they've done a great job at developing receiver talent up there. Yep. But yes, they've dropped games that they shouldn't have. But I just think this is the year that they get to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They've got a great offense. Yeah, they got a great offensive line. Uh, Trayvon, Travion Henderson. Heck of a uh, running back. He's a sophomore now. Uh, yeah. Great talent there. So I think they'll be obviously clicking on yep. all cylinders. Uh, defense, you know, it could be their Achilles. So I know they struggled a little bit last year, especially kind of the middle of the season. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Or, or towards the end of the season, rather. But, you know, who knows? I, I think they're a little bit higher on defense right now. I think they've made that a priority because they've seen it. They've brought in a new defense coordinator, a guy that they think. Um, a lot about, but on the flip side of that, I hear that it, it's very hard to get his system, and it might take a little bit of time to build his system and what he wants there. So you might not see um, the fruits of it come this year. You know, it might might take a year or two, but I don't know, Clark. Okay, so I don't know that guy. I'm, I'm second guessing myself now. I'm on the <laughs> spot about my prediction. I was setting stone up. And then my, my red and black homerism's coming in. I was like, but I'm not going to be a homer. I'm going to be a professional, Clark, because we're in the media now. <laughs> oh, yeah. But we're fans, Clark. That's right. We're fans. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so we both got Georgia. We both got Alabama. We both got Ohio State. Yeah. And, Adam, who's your fourth team? I'm going to go with Clemson. <laughs> Me too. I mean, <laughs> Me too. I mean, it's the same thing I picked this time last yeah. year where we were sitting at this same desk talking about this, Clark. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Clemson. Yeah, but, but this team, but this team, I feel like seems better than what we felt like last year's Clemson. T- well, maybe not. Clemson I don't, know. don't have to play Georgia. That's it's true. Right. Exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, Adam, I found this out today. They've had a eleven straight double digit seasons. Well, winning seasons. Eleven straight. Clemson. Yes, double I don't play digit. Nobody. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> no, and I'll see. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's respectable. It's going to be interesting with Clemson. How are they going to replace losing the coordinators? And Dabo hired internally. Let's see if it pays off for them, man. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of hype out of Clemson, South Carolina. Um, Uyunglele couldn't be any worse than he was last year. And if he keeps the job, or is it going to be the uh, the Clubnick kid? I think a guy right. from Texas, highly regarded freshman coming in. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. So. Well, I tell you, Adam, they had – let's be honest here. They did have a heck of a defense last year, and they will have a heck of yeah. a defense this year, even without Venables. Yeah. Their front seven, some argue, is the best in the nation. Right. Which is understandable. I could see that. Um, a lot of veteran guys, even on their offensive line, and their offensive line was, let's just be honest, awful last year. Petrie. Yeah. That's a good but word. they Petrie. do have some veteran guys. They've got experienced talent. Uh you know, they they played some tough games. Right. <laughs> they kept uh, Georgia in the game, or they, they kept themselves in the game versus Georgia. Um, they kept themselves in that for the duration right. of the game. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, they played 
decently last year. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's all overshadowed by the loss to NC State, uh, the loss to Georgia, and maybe they just got off to a bad note. But this year, I do think it's different. Offense, they've got a ton of talent, uh, even after losing guys like Justin Ross to the NFL. Um, yeah. Will Shipley, I think, is coming back. They've got some names. Oh, yeah, but. Shipley, he's a sophomore, I think, this year. So, I, I think they'll get back to it. Um, Clark, let's talk about it. Last year, Michigan was a surprise team. Nobody picked them in the playoffs, beat Ohio State, mm-hmm. win the Big Ten. Is there anybody that you see out of the ones here the past handful of years, the generic Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, Clemson's getting in? Um, do you see Notre Dame? I think they're going to get out of contention, and they usually need to go undefeated to get in. I feel like Notre Dame in the regular season, but they've got some tough. I tests. mean, yeah, Ohio USC State too. week one, yeah. I, I, I mean, I think if they do run the table, they definitely deserve to get in mm-hmm. this year. But your first full year under Marcus Freeman, yeah, things doing good things there. I don't see them this year. No. Um, what about? USC, Oklahoma, they're the only yeah. other ones that you think. Who, who else could be in it? Or do you see another Cincinnati? Is there somebody that's non-Power nah. 5? Nah, um, not this year. I do see – so I see USC. Well, USC could be a total wild card this season. This is the most attractive team in college yeah. football, Adam. You think about it. The celebrities, the money, the location, <sighs> it all screams, hey, come be a Trojan come, in Los Angeles yeah. and hang out with – Millionaires. Well, celebrities, man. Celebrities. Like old Matt Leiter I mean, back in the day. come on now. Yeah. Old Matt Leiter back in the day. He was living it up in Hollywood, man. <laughs> yeah. God, but a lot this, of scandals going on in I Southern know. California back in the But days. it does prove, or it does beg the question, Adam. Will this prove, will all this stuff prove to be a distraction to the, to the transfers? Will the transfers right, be right. a distraction to the guys who have been USC Trojans for, you know, their, their whole career? So, I don't know. Are they in a state of rebuilding, or is it just – transitioning uh, it, I mean well w- w- what we've seen now is when Lincoln Riley, Riley came into Southern California under the old format it would be like it's gotta he's gotta have some time to get his guys in but now Clark with what you mentioned the instant just transfer portal that these guys come in and play immediately yeah there's some talent there he's already stockpiled some talent there and Jordan Addison coming in Blitnikoff <laughs> winner last year Caleb Williams who's gonna be a Heisman finalists more than likely i feel like definitely on the watch list at the beginning of the year um and some other guys but clark are they going to jail and be a team from what the georgia team had last year what these guys have these special just unity is it going to be there or are there going to be a lot of me first guys i think that's what's going to be the telltale signs of how this usc team under lincoln riley this year and years comes going to be what what's it going to be about is it going to be about the glitz and the glamour like you were talking about that high-end lifestyle and kind of just making money to get to the nfl or is it going to be about unity guys leading holding people accountable out there where there is a lot of temptation and stuff to get into and how's lincoln riley going to manage it and where they're going to be at so um obviously they'll have the talent I don't think it'll be this year, but I think he'll get them in there one of these years. But, I mean, it's definitely one of the top six, seven teams you're looking at going forward. I think another one, Adam, uh, is Arkansas. I really like Arkansas. Really? Despite their schedule, and their schedule I think is the most brutal of all. Really? It's it's really tough. I think – I'm not saying they're going to be in the playoff or anything. What I am saying is don't be shocked if they end up Second in the third, West. fourth in the in the SEC, second in the West. I'm not I, look. This they they believe in you know, Arkansas, Fayetteville, wherever they play. They are <laughs> returning a lot of guys. Yeah, KJ and, Jefferson I mean, being one of them. Sam Pittman. They've got a great offensive oh, yeah. line. 
defense looks really good still. So you know, I don't know. And they've had continuity. Right, coaching staff it's like that word continuity. continuity. I mean, that yeah, really good. Drove, <laughs> drove home the point I'm trying to make that yeah. there has not been change, there has not been turmoil yeah. on the Arkansas coaching staff. I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm sure Kendall Bryles is still there and uh, Barry Odom, right? Mm-hmm. They hadn't left from going anywhere. For so sure. I mean, this is year three with all those guys still in there at Fayetteville, and it just the praise that Sam Pittman gets continues to grow more and more each year. A lot of returning guys, veteran leadership, K.J. Jefferson coming back. Clark, you're right, man. I'm telling you, don't be surprised. That may sound like a hot take, mm. but 10-2 and two for these for these jokers is not out of the question. Yes, yeah, so you're calling the Hogs 10-2. and two. Right now, you're ready to say that. Ooh. You're ready to etch that and I've stone. Arkansas is going to go 10-2 some... this year. Oh, man. Ooh. You know what? Why not? All right, I've got All some right, people man. rolling their eyes and laughing right now at me, but who cares? I don't know, man. I... If they think that's a hot take, say, wait just a minute. I, I know, know I say I don't know, man, a lot, but I truly don't know. I do not know <laughs> where to rate the SEC West. It's gonna Is be a Brian Kelly and LSU going to be good this it's year? A&M, A&M going to be Ole good Miss, this year. Like, Look out for Lane Kiffin, man. Yeah. And then the Pirates hey, will sneak no, up and I'm pop you saying. a couple times. One thing I can say is Auburn won't be in that upper echelon, <laughs> and I love that. Auburn mess. truly I love may that end mess. up in the bottom. cellar dweller. Yeah, yeah. And we're yeah. not going to feel bad for them if no. that happens. So. I hope they get pushed deep down. I hope yeah. they go over. Yeah. A&M, um, Adam, right quickly, uh, I don't know how to feel about this team either. Good I, gosh. I, who knows? Who, who knows? Guess as good I, as mine. Yeah. Who's going to be their quarterback? I think Is it going to be Max Johnson? I would imagine. I don't know. I'm just – I'm not high on Matt Johnson, Clark, for my, my great quarterback. Uh, <laughs> knowledge. Knowledge. Intuition. Guru. Trent Dilfer-esque quarterback <laughs> breakdown that I have. You know? Oh, my gosh. No, no right. I, I don't know. I, I don't Here's know. my true dark horse, though, Adam, right here. Oh, boy. The Texas Longhorns. Oh, no. I, I know. And I hate <laughs> to do this. Oh, you're Look, going – I mean, you're making hot some take bold predictions. <laughs> hey, that's what this podcast is all about. Just being bold, being loud – and, and and just throwing yeah, out. I'm telling so. you, you're gonna talk about extraterrestrial life outside of Earth here in a minute. <laughs> yeah. I mean, where, where you're going with, with uh, all this, this conversation? Dang, Texas, dang though, boy. This is an interesting team right here. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian. Okay. You got Quinn Ewers. All right, this is a freshman. He hasn't even. Will, I know. I know. He hasn't even played a snap of football. Okay. The question of whether or not they're going to be good will hinge on him. I think. Quinn? They, yes, oh, Quinn. Quinn. They've got some amazing talent out there in Texas. They really do. The running back, uh, B. John Robinson. No, not B. John. B. Uh, John. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. But John Robinson, he's a Heisman finalist, yeah. man. He's a, he's a guy who can the, right. the football. A little short, stocky back, man. Just yes. bulldog, bulldoze over yes. you. They also got Jaleel Billingsley from Alabama, um, which is a big pickup. That's a very talented receiver. I think they'll use him. Um, yeah, like a tight end hybrid guy. Yeah, I didn't realize he came on over. Uh, from what I gathered, too, t- uh, Texas has been sh- or they struggled all year last year uh, getting any sort of a pass rush. So maybe if that gets answered, I don't know if they play some defense out there. They've got a team. I think they need to focus on beating Kansas first. Part, when the <laughs> they do. Areas, so. <laughs> they, they do. They <laughs> nah, do. Nah, nah. I mean, you're right. And it'll be it's gonna be fun to watch them play Alabama. Yeah. It's gonna be in Austin. It'll be a good. Measuring stick to sure. see where they're at. Sure. But uh, once again, I don't I'm not saying this team is going to make it like into it, the final four. It brings four. up conversation, but man. Don't it, be surprised it, well, if the Texas Longhorns well, end up uh 
you know, in the top ten at the end of the season. Well, what we're doing is we're giving people some conversation to have at yeah. the local diner over breakfast, <laughs> at, uh, at lunch, at work, and, you know, in the schools and everything. Just stuff to contemplate about. I like it. I like yep. it. Okay. All right. Okay. Any more teams, Adam, you got? Or? I mean, uh, you know, man, I, I just don't think any dark horses this year. I can't just see. I don't see Michigan being back there. Wait a minute. Hold up. Was the question originally? What teams are gonna are like like my dark horses for the playoff? Because if that's the case, then no, none I mean, of those success, teams. Well, successful. Teams. Okay, I okay, all right. right. Yeah, um, yeah. I, you know, uh, I I don't know. I, I can't think of anyone else that you hadn't um, went over. I think you did a great analyst analysis so. there, Clark. I hope so. I'm, um, that was very. Very, very, very Kurt Herbstreit like of you oh, right there. Please. Really broke it down. Really gave us the de- the finer details that we were looking for. And I like that, Clark. I like <laughs> that. That just shows professionalism. That shows that we're we're, we're maturing. Sure. There's a maturation on the show. I love it. No, there's not. There, there won't be. I love it. <laughs> we won't. We're not going to be that way. No, no. But no, that's a good. That's a good take. Yeah. Yeah, all of it's true. All of it's good stuff. I mean, man. Um, hmm. I mean, well, well, first off, Clark. We did say who's going to win the National Right, Champions. right. No, that's where we're getting to. That's where we're, that's going, where we're getting to. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, top four. So, we got Fiesta Bowl December 31st uh, at either 4 or 8 p.m., like always. And then the Peach Bowl, Atlanta, oh, Georgia. Man, that's what I want. Come on now. Give us that's the, the Peach thing. Bowl. That's the big thing, Clark. That's the thing you can get really excited about thinking about is, hey, man, when you go in there and you knock off Alabama, you eliminate them from playoff contention, and then you're getting that number one spot and you're choosing to go to Atlanta to play Ooh. a playoff game in Atlanta, baby, from that first Give round. me the dogs. I don't Woo! care Let's who go. we play. If Let's we're in go. Atlanta uh, in the Peach Bowl, oh, I get chill bumps just thinking about that, Clark. Look at the yeah. bumps right there coming on my arm. You really are. Chill bumps thinking about that, man. <laughs> I love it. All right, Adam. Mm. Who 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 and where are we going to play? I'm gonna play Ohio State in as much as I hate to say it, I have to go because you've done got me fired up and now yeah. I'm thinking about just steamrolling Alabama. Sure. But no, but I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back. Take off the red and black glasses. Go with kind of what I'm I think in my mind's gonna happen. Gonna play Ohio State in the Fiesta Bowl. Ooh. So that would leave Alabama uh, and Against Clemson. Clemson. In the Peach Bowl. In the Peach Bowl. That would be. That would. Be wow. Old. Atlanta would be rocking. That would be. That would be wild. That would be, be cool. wild. Uh, um, yeah, that's what I'm going with. Okay. What I do like you? It. What about you? You know, I think sitting here this day, and yep. man, I've got my red and black glasses on, Adam, and I'm, about to, tell it, you, I'm about to tell you why here in a little bit. Um, I think it's going to be Georgia uh, and Clemson. Oh my! In Atlanta, I our die. dream scenario. We would probably have heart attacks. We wouldn't even live to see uh, uh, that game. Oh my! Georgia and Clemson in Atlanta, Clark. Yeah, I don't know how Ooh, it worked. How out. do you make that football game yet? I, I don't know. But that's what we really need to win one more, and then just pop Dabo on the way. Oh man! Bury the be narrative that Dabo is a better coach than Kirby Smart, and you do that this year by winning another one, mm-hmm. and especially if Kirby goes up and he pops him again in yeah. the playoffs, that would be. Woo, you talk about making a statement, Clark. Yeah. Sign me up for that right now. Oh, if we play Clemson in the playoffs, we're winning. Georgia's okay. winning that football game without a doubt. And if it's in Atlanta yeah. against Clemson, we're not making it to that football game, Clark. I'll yeah. just go ahead and tell you right now. We're going to die before then. But listen, Ohio mm. State, Alabama, um, the – so I actually think Alabama is going undefeated, unscathed. Really? That, okay. Despite right. when they've got a really All tough right. schedule. They've All got right. a really. But the, if this is the team, if this is the Alabama team that everybody's saying it is, they should easily go twelve and zero. Maybe not easily, but they should go twelve and zero 
Um, and what happens after that? As long as we're both we're both going to be in the playoff, I think um, Alabama okay. and Georgia. So, okay. I think if we draw Clemson at home in the Peach Bowl, we're going uh, to the national championship game. I agree with that. Um, if 100%. Alabama and Ohio State are lining up, I actually think Ohio State would get Bama at that. I point. think they'd pop them again. I yep. think it'd be kind of like that Sugar Bowl that year down there, the first year of the playoffs. Mm. Um, 14? Yeah. I guess it would have been so 15 Adam, Sugar Bowl. My, my, two could, my two finalists for the national championship are Georgia and Ohio State. Okay. All right. Now – I want you to give me your two teams. You done got me. Oh, changed again. <laughs> oh, why? What the heck, Clark? We're a homer, Georgia. Yeah, show. come on, I've Adam. I've been talking to you. I've been like, I just don't know. We'll get past Ohio State in the Fiesta Bowl, Clark. Well, what thinking, if we meet them in I've the national championship? Yeah, like my scenario. Yeah, yeah. But I was saying, well, I just don't think we'll get past Ohio State in the Fiesta Bowl, Clark. I just and I feel I'd be all right with that. You know, another playoff appearance. But Ohio State might pop us in the Fiesta Bowl and then go play Alabama again in the national championship. That was your just, original. I've thought. been talking about that a lot. Yeah. But you just, I'm peer pressure. I've done got jacked up. We're a homer show. I mean, honest to gosh, let's let's do it again. Yep. It worked last year, so <laughs> why not? Georgia's going to beat Ohio State okay. in the Fiesta yes, Bowl All right. in a shootout, Clark. Right. In a shootout. I'm yeah. in a game for the ages. I mean, I'm talking like, man, Rose we're going to go up there. It's going to give you a heart attack because, I mean, no, it's going to be back and forth the whole game. Oh. We're not going to come from a deficit. <laughs> it's going to be Stetson Bennett versus the reigning Heisman Trophy winner, C.J. Stroud. This is going to be another trophy that Stetson's going to hang up that he beat <laughs> and he defeated. Georgia's going to win that football game, Clark. Wow. 45-42. to 42. Man, God, we we That's, are total homers. Oh yeah, but you know what? I, I, I was, I was here's Clark, the thing, Adam. I was like Clark this year. I'm going to be the devil's advocate, yeah, not, but, yeah, then, yeah. but then he just got me too juiced. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it because I had Ohio. I've had over the past three months Ohio State win the national championship. But right here and the recording on this podcast, nah, man, all that's out the window. All right, all that, all everything that's jotted down this paper napkin, just 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 ah, toss it away. Yeah, throw it away. Throw it away. Go with the heart, man. Always yeah. go with the heart over the head. <laughs> well, that that didn't nice. work. Adam, go with the we heart did the last head. time we did that. The last time we did that. Well, actually, we won Woo! the national championship. But the time before that was uh, Georgia versus Alabama in the SEC championship. And we got smoked. This is why we're a homer podcast because we can't give. But anyway, I, I was going, man, I was so fired up. I'm going to give everybody a curveball card. Yeah. Ohio State's going to win it. But, but no, my heart's done changed. All right, anyway, so yeah, okay. that, that, all right, what you got, man? All right, so my two teams, once again, are in the national championship, Georgia and Ohio State. At this moment in time, Adam, who are yours again? Georgia and <sighs> they got Alabama and Clemson. <laughs> well, I'm just uh, – why not? Clemson pops Alabama. <laughs> in Atlanta, I mean, this is – I think we're going with the going most off unlikely, the right scenario. unlikely scenario. Oh, my gosh. Why not? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's that's good. Good. I mean, yeah, Alabama gets beat by Clemson. Okay. And Atlanta, that's crazy. I, th- this is not what I planned on saying. That is not what I had on my pre-show notes. Just throw it out Interesting. the uh, I guess it's on record. Georgia and Clemson in the national championship. Well, hey, so if it works, heart, you're a genius. I mean, if, it, if it doesn't, which it's probably not. Well, I mean, who wants to be the whole Alabama and Ohio State? It's just going to be Alabama and Ohio State. I mean, all these talking heads just talking. Let's, let's mix it up. Let's have some fun, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, we're, we're not out here. Our livelihood and our paychecks don't depend that's on what, true. what that's we true. predict here. <laughs> I mean, other people do. Other people's credibility out there with their YouTube channels talking Georgia football. That's their yeah. livelihood. But right now, it's not ours. 
episode. What the heck? Georgia Clemson National Championship. Let's go. Okay. Get it fired up. Game for the ages. A dream. A dream. dream. That a really dream. would be. And beating them. They're so, not beating Alabama, though. But I'm going with it anyway. <laughs> Golly, all right, we're, 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 we're going to toss this. your all right, scenario, all right, Adam. All right, all right. Yeah, just, yeah, just go with yours. Go okay. With yours. Let's, let's, let's play mine. Just let's go with yours, yeah. Georgia, Ohio State. Now, this, got hold I really do think this is a very likely scenario. And look, once again, Alabama, highly touted. They're, they're going to be the team this year everybody's talking about. But somehow, some way, they're going to get knocked out in the playoff. That's just my prediction right here, From right who? now. Ohio State's going to smoke them. They're going to beat them. It's, that's going to be the shootout right there. That would be that would be so a heck of a game. I'd love that. I'm we, sorry. So, it's Georgia-Ohio State. This is – talk about a game for the ages. This is going to be it. Uh, it's going to be a back-and-forth battle. Uh, but, Adam, we're going to repeat. We're going to repeat Boom. this year. <laughs> and I'm calling it right now, right here, August 7th, 2022. Oh, the Georgia Bulldogs will repeat – Boom! It's going to happen. Oh, my. I've got this weird feeling. And, in fact, it hit me in the shower the other day. Burn down Los Angeles. (laughs) To the ground. And, look, people are laughing. People are rolling their eyes. People are sitting there right now. I can just feel it. I can see the YouTube comment of the guys saying that y'all are just delusional homers, don't know what you're talking about. and might not, but. Well, here's the reason. I've got some reasoning. Oh, 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 heck yeah. Clark, bring facts. I've got a bullet point. Bring facts. Oh man! Bring all, right. all right, give here's a fact. Right. Here's man. fact one. All. All right. All right. Fact one, Adam. We are a good football team. Despite Dang right. the talent we lost, all fifteen right. of those guys, we appreciate them. We love them. Yeah. They will be highly revered for in Georgia football history for the rest. Lord, of time. God they bless will. them. But the guys who are stepping into their shoes, we're going to get into this next okay. podcast. Adam. Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah, next we are. episode, deep in it, baby. I'm telling you, these guys are hungry. They are ready to go. If you think for one second this Kirby Smart coach football team is going to be complacent, you've got another thing coming for you. So right. That's number one. we got a good football team, a really good football Dang team. Dang right. And it can compete with anybody in the nation. Fact number two, Adam, we have the most elite offense in Georgia football history. Ooh. Top to bottom. Oh, Clark, I love the boldness right I'm now. telling you. You're going to say well, that I'm sitting here. And all, I love yeah. it. Keep, I love it. Keep on going out there, son. Of Keep on going out there, son. I'm right behind you. I'm right behind you. But really, truly, you yep. look at it top to bottom. We yeah. have tons of depth on the line, a receiver. This is the best tight end room we've ever had in our lifetime. Yeah. Could argue, could, could, be. could argue the best quarterback room. Ooh. In our ooh, in our ooh, lifetime, ooh. and they're people are going to ruffle some feathers. I am going to ruffle some feathers. Yes, but look at it. I'm oh. serious. Look at look at the numbers we're putting up. I mean, golly, we scored what somewhere in the 40s last year. Oh, yeah, offensively, it can only get better from here. I think. So <laughs> it, could, it could get better than 40 per game. I would I would hope so. <laughs> I would hope so. Um, yeah, it's going to get better than 40 points per game average. Yeah, it really. Yeah. So, all right, I like it. Not like by it. much. I, I, I love it, much. baby. I love it. Keep keep rattling them off. You're doing good. Oh man, I'm just gonna push this microphone. Keep going. Yes, baby. Adam. We don't have to be perfect the entire season either. I know that sounds ridiculous, but Georgia thrives. We really do under the Kirby Smart era in the yeah. postseason. Yes, sir. Okay, Georgia. My, I'm not speaking about the SEC championship here. That's the only disclaimer. Right. I'm talking about December, uh, the first week in December past that okay okay look kirby is a hundred percent in college football semi-playoff games winning them 
Dang right. He's won every one he's been in. Two and oh. I mean, not not a lot Back of a thousand. Yeah, not a lot of volume there, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, that that's promising. Well, and hey, he's fifty percent in national championship games. Once again, only played in two. But I'll take those odds. Give yeah. me those odds, Adam. Give it to him. I like when you throw numbers into the equation, man. I mean, they're not I mean, very... numbers. That's impressive, <laughs> but numbers are good. Numbers are yeah. good. And I like it, Carter. Well. Oh. And hey, look, and it's not it's not impossible. I think people, the mindset that people have right now, especially Georgia fans, is well, Georgia made it to the national championship game, so we can't make it next year. That's right. ridiculous. No, it is that ridiculous. Is when you establish a dynasty, when you right. establish a dynasty, you become one of the top three programs That's currently true. in college football, or top two, mm-hmm. top two programs in college football right now. Yeah. Then I'll be dang, man, yeah. it can happen. It and that happen. is what elite recruiting does. And the foundation that's been built, mm-hmm. just keep building to it, man. And you know what, Clark? You know what I thought about, man? You know, we thought this whole offseason, it's going to feel different this year. And we are going to be relieved, but is it going to be as exciting? Because you got that mountaintop. Heck yeah, it's going to be just as exciting. Because it's time to go make an even bigger statement. Exactly. And Kirby's going to climb up the ladder just sniping people to that very top rung, you know, past Dabo, everything, and just show that Georgia is a dynasty and is an elite program that is here to stay with a young coach like Kirby Smart, man. Fire it up. Yeah. Fire up the hot machine, baby. Absolutely. Let's do it. Why not? <laughs> hey, once again, it worked It worked last yeah. year, so why not do it again? Somebody's got to call. Work. Um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, Clemson, uh, you know, they went four out of five seasons to yeah, the to the baby. national championship. Yeah. To the na- and uh, Alabama, they've been six of the past well, seven to the national championship. Why can't Georgia yeah, go back you know, to the national championship? You're right, Clark, because my head, like I've said, I was going to come here and I was going to say Ohio State was going to be – Ohio State was going to play Alabama and it was going to be Ohio State's year. I thought that C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, what everybody wants, and but, you know, in the national media, that's what I was going to say. But now you've done got me fired up, my heart, <laughs> and then my heart's just speaking to me. And then when my heart and my head's speaking, I'm like, it's going to be Georgia, Alabama. And then when I went, oh, heart, what I really want, give me Clemson, baby. Yeah. Shoot, I'd love to beat Alabama. Dream scenario would be go ahead, just not even let Alabama make the playoff. Yeah. Just go ahead and somebody pop them in the regular season, and then you just drive the nail in them. Because I want another SEC championship. Mm-hmm. Or beat them in Atlanta. Go ahead and kill the king in Atlanta again. Well, well we've already done it. We'll just dig them back up and kill them again <laughs> and put again. them back in the ground again. <laughs> So, oh, man. and then go get Dabo and Clemson. That would be my or beat Ohio State. Go ahead, put Ryan Day that trophy head up on the wall. Mount him. That you get him. Kirby gets him. Cool. Pops him. And then go get Dabo. Uh, and just really, we uh, are go two and zero against Dabo. Man. We're 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 getting really. If there is anyone, we're getting really really off. Yeah. If there is any pessimist mm. Georgia fan out there, they are rolling their eyes. Hate us. Oh, yeah. I know There's several. a bunch of them out there. Oh, Chris Johnson. Shout out to him. He listens There's to There's a lot show. of really Miami, pessimistic. Miami fans. He, uh, he's A lot of them still have Justin Fields jerseys on their ball. That's true. Oh, my gosh. Well, Adam, anything else you want to add to this? To this wonderful, uh, very thoughtful, <laughs> thought-provoking Thank y'all episode. for sticking with us, man. You know, in all seriousness, I really do think it'll be a great year for Georgia. Okay. And, I, and, and from where we went off the rails with playoff predictions, I do think Georgia will make it back to the playoffs. In all seriousness, Georgia will be back in the playoffs, Clark. I'm excited to see it, man. It's here again. It's been a fun offseason. An offseason, honestly, that I really don't want to 
end in a way that's bittersweet because I've enjoyed the national championship celebration, but now you're getting the hype machine back of defending it, going out there and just adding to the resume of Georgia football where it's at right now. Mm-hmm. Exciting games ahead, man. I'm, I'm excited about it. Tell us what game you're looking forward to the most. Tell us where you think that Georgia yes. could slip at, at uh, slip up at. We'd love to see what you think Georgia's potential will be this season. we got some roster previews coming up, which all it means is we're getting closer and closer to game week. Live call-in shows, Clark. Concession stand reports, games of the week. Yes. And it's time to get back in the full swing of things, man. It's one of the best months of the year. God bless y'all. Go dogs! Go dogs! Glory, glory, boys. It's your boy, Respect, from Buffalo, calling after a lifelong walk with my dogs, Millie and Oogie. But I wanted to call in. You guys gave out the voice now. So here I am. You know I did the homework. I'm ready, and I've got some things. So over here in Buffalo, still over the moon with the Bills drafting James Cook. The hype is real here. Like, he's going to take this offense to the next year. And Isaiah, the Kenzie taking off the slot. Whoo, them Buffalo Bulldogs are getting me so hyped. Which brings me to my idea for the show for this season. Dogs is the NFL segment, right? Where we shine a light on some of the past heroes of Athens. For example, two dogs made their NFL debut in the Hall of Fame game again in Ohio this week. Our number one overall pick, Tavon Walker, made his presence felt extremely early with a sack and maybe channeling a little bit of Richard Seymour going to that Hall of Fame, right? But not to be outdone, our boy Goose had a few big carries and showed some hands for 11 for 52 yards and three grabs for 23 yards. Boy, them dogs doing the work <laughs> well guys miss you guys hope you're having a great summer and i can't wait to hear some more podcasts go down